0: You know me, mama, you make Lava, Welcome back, Kai Hori. appreciate you, you being here. Me. Good evening, Wanna everybody, on the uh, West Coast. The West and further west and west coast. Me. And good morning uh, to the rest of you on the East. I understand uh, most of you guys are probably just starting your days or going to the gym or going to work. Whatever you're doing, uh, most of the people on the um, Eastern side, Central and Eastern side of the country, listen to this the day after in the morning uh on any of the various places you can somehow still find it even though it's it'll be illegal soon <laughs> it's canada uh on podbean and spotify and all the places all the prof- all the pages and things uh rumble is working i didn't think it was going to but it seems to have uh, sorted itself out and um, there's it's uh, it's around it's in various places if you can find it if you know where it is yeah red hitler Gingler. that's me i'm the I'm, i guess so the um, Telegram groups people have um, seem to be making the most of, which is good to see. I like that. You like to see it? Let me just uh, quickly drop this over here for you, so I can show you what I'm talking about. Doo-doo-doo. So you have your um Do anybody here? You have your Telegram pages, you know, as well. And here you can go to the uh, t.me slash prime. I think is that it? Something like that. And uh, you can go to this, uh, it'll bring you up this whole, um, this whole, is 1,500 people in here just since yester- yesterday, so uh, feel free, feel free to jump in, you have all of your regional, uh, for again, networking for group meetups and for so on, Ontario's broken down into south, north, and northwest, or northeast, northwest, and south, because everybody lives there for some reason. In Ontario, half the country lives there, so it kind of demands it, but otherwise. And uh, the fitness channel is uh, really, um, it's been great to see a lot of people in there motivating each other and posting. There is a lot of monsters uh, in this community, which is great to see. not a, We need more. We need more of them, and um, I encourage those guys to um, you know, get in there. And as well, all of this is all publicly, these are all public-facing pages and stuff, right, guys? So make sure you remember that. While you're in there, there's uh, books, memes, ham radio, all kinds of stuff. Jobs—if you you know looking for workers or you're looking for a job, maybe somebody somewhere can help you out. Only fifteen hundred people in there across the country for now, but um, there is substantially more than that in a lot of the other satellite groups and stuff. But I thought this would be a good—it's all in all in one stop, all in one place. T.me slash staglon prime. All of the community people can all you know. There's farming stuff in there. There's a veterans page. Any anything you you know. And if there's there's something in there you'd, you'd like, uh, feel free. to Just go. There's a little admin page there you can bug people that won't listen to you i won't because i don't care and nobody else cares but you can bug people to try and if you if you want something changed or done or added or subtracted or whatever i had a funny conversation um it was <laughs> somebody in one of the one of the, the chats i think it was last night but uh, i want to play this first just because i'm on the topic just because it's funny tiktok gym thoughts just won't leave it alone
1: guys showing off at the gym part one i was doing yoga and then this guy walked across the turf threw the medicine ball at the wall three times and then left. Gotta love that.
2: What? She's suggesting that he's showing off to her by exercising in the same general vicinity. Not being mean, love, but do you really think there are many men in the gym who are there to check you out?
1: Back's literally turned the other way. He's not even looking at you. Leave him alone. Threw the medicine ball at the wall three times.
2: He only threw it three times, yet you were able to grab your phone, hit record, and capture two of those throws on camera. Definitely some creepy behaviour going on in this video, but it ain't the dude. His women are more interested in publicly shaming men. For doing precisely nothing for dopamine clicks and clout, then they are actually working out. And for fuck's sake stop recording random people
0: in the gym without their permission. Yeah, you don't need to be even doing that at all. You <laughs> know. And uh, the guy he's doing he's doing some kind of dynamic warm up. He, he looked like he was in shape. He's probably doing shoulders, some kind of shoulder oriented day. It's a good it's a good way to really, you know, try to start to get those kinds of explosive muscle fibers, you know, warmed up, prime up a little bit. Yeah, you throw this medicine ball at the wall. That's literally what it's for that's what it's for. And uh, that's a whole that's a whole new fun thing that's happened over the last 5 years or so that you know, the other side of the you know, fitness culture and stuff. A lot of women apparently they just basically film men around in the gym. Like we had men's only gyms, but that was sexist. So they had to come in and now that they're in there, they're filming men exercising and shaming them for being near them after they came into a place that was, you know, traditionally a men's. Anyway, there were people, uh, you know, in the pay and I encourage people to do it. I know they're posting, uh, you know, posting selfies and posting, you know, this kind of stuff, which is, um, you know, I like it. I like seeing it. Um, and I'll tell you why. I think it's important to do is, you know, for when it's when it's um, when, when there's a purpose behind it. Um, getting yourself into like pretty. You know, even just decent shape these days is difficult because it's uh, our lifestyles are designed basically because of the society we live in, the way that you know the norm and everything, it's built around sloth-like behavior. It rewards laziness. You know, Um, you don't have to. There's no real imperative. All of our jobs are very non-physical, very lazy. You know, a lot of it's work from home, Zoom over the TV, computer stuff like that, office jobs and, and things. All of our food is very calorie dense. With you know just insane amounts of sugar and artificial sweeteners and so on so you're getting a lot of you know way more calories than you need or you should ever have and not moving around at all <laughs> you know? so is it any so you're gonna have to you know battle against this you know the options are, are difficult so it's it's hard to do it's hard to do and you know you see these you know smiling faces these people like uh, you know posting pictures of, of what is essentially a trophy um, it's a it's a it's an accomplishment and it's not meant to um, you know the jealous the weak the kind of um you know bottom groveling feeding you know the left the 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 modern person who is just a you know detestable goblin creature sees that and they see um because of the, they project their own um weakness their own their own uh, inadequacies and failings onto uh what they're saying and then uh from that extrapolate what they assume is you know, intended to be insulting. It's meant to make them feel it's fat shaming is what it is. It's, it's not. It's setting unrealistic expectations. And it's it's typical commie behavior where they again, they can't create, build or, or anything. They just tear down. That's all they know how to do. Um, but these people, um, they're just trying to they're just trying to share. Um, the the joy that they've created and built for themselves uh, with the world, and they deserve to because it's difficult to do. It's not easy. It's no different than uh, you know a heavyweight boxing champion posing with the belt that he just won. This this is a symbolic um, manifestation of a very long period of hard work of 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 a grind of discipline of of getting up and putting yourself through pain and tort literally torture. Um, to achieve a goal and he's done it and he's every right to celebrate that and, and share that with the world and that's what a lot of these uh, you know professional and, and semi-professional amateur people trying to pursue their 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 fitness goals and and not even just for fitness sake if this is the foundation to the rest of your your body your composition your mind your spirit and everything else having a strong you know body per- permits now you to to Reach your full, fuller, fullest potential in in other areas of your life. So why shouldn't you pursue that? But these people aren't doing it for that. They're not trying to make you feel bad. They're trying to say, look, look, like I'm. Look, isn't this great? I used to be this, and now I've achieved this. And if I can do it, why can't you? And these pages, right? This, you know, this is this is our community. This is our, um, you know, uh, we're obviously all here for a reason. You know, share a lot of beliefs and values and and common. Ideas and and outlooks and uh, emotions and so on. So that's positive reinforcement to see these people aren't uh, don't see it that way. They're seeing that as uh, when you see pictures and things like that, that's them outstretching a digital you know hand to you, asking them to to join you in this iron church, you know, in this quest to be a more stronger, robust, powerful person. Um, because if you haven't noticed our enemies are running all over us all over the place all over the country all over the world and it's because we have weak men weak people weak leaders weak women weak just weak people everywhere and one of the most I mean it's like if you're on if you're not healthy uh, start eating healthy it's like the very <laughs> it's the most obvious oh geez I'm really sick well you eat sugar and cheese all day every day maybe you could stop or you're a chain smoker or you're whatever you know and um, and it's like man we have a real just a just a prevalence of like weakness of like just the the spirit of it low self confidence aversion to confrontation uh people won't stick up for themselves they 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 will you know endure just insane levels of condescending abuse from the from the state, from police, from the media. You, you know what I mean? We have weak people that are being bullied. Our people are being abused and bullied and pushed the fuck around by people that have no. I mean, don't deserve to it. They didn't earn that the, these spots of power. They didn't earn any of this. They're just there by default. You know, the the presumed uh, uh, power that someone has is oh well. That's you can't. That's so and so from the. Conservative Party take away your party and what are you you're nothing the only reason anybody gives you grants you any kind of respect at all is this is this inherited perceived power that that draws from you know the name recognition of your of your weakening and failing brand which is getting worse and weaker and less popular by the week by the day by the hour okay people When they're in, um, you know, tough times and things are getting rough, that's why the cycle goes, you know, weak times creates uh, strong men, strong and so on. Or, you know, weak men create hard times and so on. To get out of these hard times and get out of these, um, you know, moments in history where things uh, fall apart and there's um, significant, you know, unrest and problems and like strength is required to fix it if weakness brought us to this point and got us to this position more weakness more condescending more uh you know compromising more kneeling more ring kissing is not going to get you out it's only going to further uh um, you know, entrench you in the problem that was created from this very behavior in the first place. So, if weakness got you here, strength can get you out. And one of the ways to build strength, and I don't just mean I don't mean go be a powerlifter. I mean inter. I mean real strength. David Goggins like strength, the kind of strength that you know is is enough that can push a man to just march on broken feet for days on end, or the kind of strength that can take a man like James Top and carry him across the fucking continent of North America with a rucksack on just to make a point. Okay, nobody's pushing a guy like that around, and nobody's pushing a guy like Goggins around. And one of the reasons the military and its martial attitude um, is successful, why you know successful militaries and countries and, and peoples around the world have adopted these this you know mentality as a way to safeguard their civilization is because it works. <laughs> because it works. Strength is required. Um, in difficult times and difficult situations, and you need strong people that are able to push through difficult times, through the rain, through the fog, through the snow and the ice—you know, metaphorically and literally—to um, carry you through to the other side. Because not everybody's built for that. You need leaders. You need strong leaders that are able to carry other people on their back, and that's their value to society. That's why we need these men. And instead, we, we've we've done nothing but target them and shit on them and, and turn against them. Well, I mean, not you know, we here. Uh, you know, here in, in our in our wonderful uh, <laughs> top tier fucking uh, uh, community here, but but the mainstream global agenda has done that with toxic masculinity and so on. It's really taken a, a deliberate surgical approach to um, removing strong um, masculine, powerful, um, you know, alpha king like type men from society. And denigrating them and shooting them down, and shitting on them because it knows if that kind of attitude um, proliferates, if it catches, if it becomes popular, and people like that are supported, then uh, then then their system is is in doubt. It's it's being threatened, you know. An army of weak people, of weak, feckless agreeers that agree on everything. We're very agreeable. Like, whatever the current thing is, we'll do it. We're just gonna. You know what happens when you have a country like that? You end up with a country that does things like sells it out to China. And then China runs your country now, not you, because there's no men left in the country to run it. It's being run by men in another country, and that country is called China. Or it's called Israel, or it's called Saudi Arabia, or it's called the United States, or it's called whatever. It's not you. You don't even have control over your own destiny anymore. You don't even speak for your own people. You don't even speak for yourself. You can't even say the words. You can't even say words. You can't even say the word China. You can't even say the word China or Chinese or anything like that. You'll say the Beijing Communist Party, you know, just to make sure everybody remembers that you're very weak and, and spineless and can't even uh you know stand up to what's obviously wrong. Jesus. So we need we need to return to um we need to return to, you know, strength of character to stand up and go into difficult areas and it's like um how you would train for anything else? This is just the way people are. How do you train to, all, you know, do something else? I know a bit about. Um, who's ever, who's ever fired a a weapon before, a, a rifle or a pistol or a, or a gun of any kind? If you've never done that. People can be intimidated by it. They don't know anything about it. They've never done it. It's loud. It's can be scary. It's uh, you don't want to want to make mistakes. Nobody wants to look stupid doing it in front of other people. It's embarrassing. So. But then you have this. Uh, but but the aversion to learning any of these skills and getting involved and, and and humbling yourself and admitting, yeah, I don't know anything. I don't know how to do this. Um, I don't know how to shoot anything. I'm a I'm a basically a baby. You know, I don't know how. It's not a very. It's a it's a, it's an emasculating thing for for men to admit, right? Um, but it's it's not. It's the opposite. It would take a man to admit that and then pursue getting good at something he's not good at, and then now that he's good at it, um, that's all it took was to just humble yourself and accept that you don't know what you're doing and and start at, start at zero and, and start working your way up through training, through practice and through repetition and, d- and the discipline to keep at it and keep going, and then eventually through practice and training and rep- playing a guitar, learning a new language, anything, you have to start at zero, admit you're at zero, and work your way up. But instead, we have, um, you know, weak men, weak people, weak boys that um, would rather – they need to be perceived. They want to be perceived as these things, but they don't actually want to do the work, and they don't want to put themselves in any positions where they're going to be exposed as not being some kind of badass, as not oh, – you know, they're not in shape. They don't know how to shoot. They can't take care of themselves. They can't fight, and uh, they won't even raise their voice. They won't even the, the most they can do, because they feel safe doing it, is going to a hockey game or a football game in a big crowd of other, you know, lazy soft guys and collectively yelling at young kids, teenagers and men in their twenties, early twenties you know, on a rink on a field somewhere. That's how they get that energy out there and they like to think of themselves as some kind of, you know Oh no, don't 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 fuck with me, man. I just see red, you know. I just see red and next thing you know I'm just I'm just standing around with bodies everywhere. <laughs> No, no, that doesn't happen. That's not real. That's not a thing. That's what every fourteen-year-old says to try and cope for the fact that he actually doesn't know how to how to defend himself or help himself at all. You know. So in the same, in that same um, vein, physical training is the same thing: repetition, discipline, dedication, and start at zero and work your way up. To simply like accept it, don't accept it. You can't change reality. Having to humble yourself and go, Yeah, I, I am not where I need to be. I'm not where I want to be. I'm not where I could be. I'm not where I should be. That's step one. But the, and that's the hardest one. And then you just go, Well, it is what it is. I am what I am. You stand there and you look at your look at yourself, you look at your, you know, whatever you have, naked, disgusting body, maybe it looks I don't know. You know? And go, This is what I got. This is where I'm at. Tomorrow. Or a week from now, this will be slightly better than it is right now, and the week after that, and the week after that, and the week after that, and you just keep going. You just keep going. You just keep going until you you even forget. You you stop. You start forgetting to check. You're, you're not measuring week. You're just you're in a routine. You're it's part of your life now, and then uh, then before you know it, you're going to look uh, like a completely different person. You're going to feel like a different person. You're going to be stronger. You're going to be more resilient. You're going to have more energy. You're going to be less depressed. You're going to be more focused. You're going to be more interested. You're going to be more present. You're going to be healthier. Like, there's ev- <laughs> We have a sick and dying society full of weak people. It's like, basically, this is water. I'm giving you water, okay? We have a society of people dying of thirst. Give them some water. This is where you start. You go out and you admit, like, we're all people. We're supposed to do this. We're human beings. You have muscles for a reason. You have a muscular skeletal structure for a reason. You have a nervous system for a reason. They're all designed to do specific things and certain tasks. And you're, it's like, uh, you know, how you can um, just ever have a vehicle just sit in one spot for a really long time and it gets all fucked up. You know, the oil, everything gets all gummed up and shit. Because, it yeah, it's been sitting still. Has not moved in 30 years? It's supposed to move. It's supposed to do, th- you know, your body's supposed to do these things. And when you don't, you know, um, Use it for for what it was designed for. It's going to start uh, malfunctioning. It's going to start breaking down, and um, that's not going to benefit anybody. Not none of us, anyway. Benefits the bad guys. So, so go post it. Post the post the cell and encourage other people. and Be like, dude, this could be you. This could easily be you. I I've, I know people that have done it. I've done it myself. I went for I was 118 pounds. And I joined the army. I was a tiny, frail, thin. You know, easily broken. <laughs> you know, kind of per- kind of guy, and then uh, you know, I've also been two hundred and nine or ten pounds, and not in a good way. I mean, a fat. You know, I'm trying to find some old. Pi- I asked my sister; if she could find me some old pictures from back then. I don't know; they're still around somewhere. But uh, and and in, and in between, right? So I, I, it's not like I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, you can do it, and it's a great feeling. And I love to see people succeed. I I love to see that. I love seeing people go from like 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 realizing all of a sudden you see the lights come on in their head that they're like they have power they have power over their own lives and and this powerlessness of like I'm just this fat shitty weak like you know they don't have that kind of spring in their step they don't have that you know that they're 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 weakened they're they're be, it's like they it's like that scene you know <laughs> this is what I want to do for for everybody where is my uh I need my teaching aid. <laughs> I wonder if I can find the actual one. What's oh, the guy's name? Um I don't know what, what I use. Is this it? I'm trying to find the right scene from the, from the movie, but I don't think I can. Shit! I'm trying to find this stupid scene where the guy This is dumb. Oh, my God. See, this is why I got uh, to find this stuff ahead of time. I usually, sometimes I can just, oh, maybe this is it. Sometimes I can just figure it out. At the, right. Oh, no, I got it. I got it this time. All right. Remember this scene in Lord of the Rings where the guy is, uh, you have this little weasel. He's, like, whispering in the ear of the king here. This is, this is everybody. You know, this is, this is the, the collective potential. Of all these people we have and it's asleep and it's sick and it's just uh, because it's being suppressed by this whispering weakness this bullshit little fucker in his ear just being like you just get you're just fat at you just it's your genetics it you just stay home have some chips and watch TV you know th- th- just you're not special you can't even do any of this stuff anyway. What are you ever even... You're old, too. You're almost 50. Or you're 60 years old. I mean, you might... That's all of that shit? That is what this fucker is. And this is what needs to happen. He needs to be fucking cast away.
2: Should I welcome you, Gandalf? Shit. Dom Crow. A just question, my liege.
0: Squats are bad for your knees.
2: Is the hour... (laughs) In which this conjurer chooses to appear. Last spell I name it. Ill news,
3: ill
2: guest. Be silent. Keep your full tongue
0: behind your See, teeth. See, Gandalf is a right-wing extremist. He is, actually. Lord of the Rings has actually been revealed to be a right-wing extremist literature, apparently. So this is Nazi Gandalf uh showing up. <laughs> Keep
3: your full tongue behind your teeth. I'm not passing fire and death to bandic crooked words with a witless worm. Stop.
2: I told you to take the wizard stop. Feoder, son of Finger.
3: Too long have you sat in the shadows. <given> I would stay still if I were. You
0: to me. I release you. Basically, he's possessed by evil. And then the wizard fucking saves him and knocks it out of him. But then he becomes... He's the fucking king. He's back. And he fucking resumes his, his former self. He gets his strength back and his clarity and everything comes back and he, and then he's, he's him himself again, who his people needed him to be. And he fucking goes on to save them. Fuck, these books were amazing too. (laughs) You know, that's what it is. That's what you're giving yourself. You know, you're giving yourself when you, um, invest in your, in yourself you can't, uh, you know, and there's a lot of people in the community as well. They, they want to help other people. They want to do things like that. Um, but if you're not at 100%, neither is your ability to help anybody and and, and do anything isn't at 100%. So, um, you know, working on yourself is important. And finally, <laughs> the last thing that I wanted, I, thought I, I was like, there's two things, two other things to consider. Um, if you're going to post these and, you know, post like just, just like, do it, straight up shirtless selfies, the whole thing, just be like, check this shit out, you know, <laughs> to encourage your own, and inspire your own, and, and try to, you know, give them a hand, and and also basically be like, hey, I, I'll help you, I'm here, and I'm, uh, you know, I've, I've already put out there, if anybody wants to come with me to the, uh, you know, whatever facilities there are around, uh, you know, in the Nova Scotia pays there, you're more than welcome, feel free, I, I don't, uh, it's kind of spot, I don't have really much of a schedule, it's whenever I feel like it, but uh you know, I'll let you know. Um, but the other two reasons, the you know, the, the final two, maybe the most important two, is that number one, also remember that they are again public facing pages. Everything is in public. Everybody can see everything that you're you're saying and posting. So again, um, a lot of the communists are watching everything, and 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 they're seething, and they they're very they're they're trying to cope, and they they do seethe, and they they watch everything that you do. So every time you post that. Um, it's an act of intimidation, and it frightens them. It makes them afraid, and it uh, worries them uh, that there's this many, you know, monsters and people going out there and getting stronger and bigger and, and uh, you know less afraid as every day goes by. And number two, um, you know, as whatever you know communist weirdo it is, is there like, oh my god, look at me fucking, you know, saying this. Uh, just know that if, if the few of them that do have, you know, partners and girlfriends and wives and so on. They're off to the side, quietly nodding, and go, yeah, I know, honey, that's right. But they're actually DMing Merc 306. Um, they're actually sending DMs to these guys, unbeknownst to the, uh, you know, <laughs> the commie coper. Uh, you know, oh my God, there's such meatheads. like at these fucking retards. Yeah, I know, so gross. <laughs> it's already happened. This has already happened. I know several guys. So you get to you get to uh, inspire and, and encourage your own guys, intimidate the enemy and give their women second thoughts. As far as I'm concerned, I don't I don't see any downside to that. If anything, that is probably the most based heterosexual and awesome reason to post selfies of, of anything ever. Demoralization through iron, you know? <laughs> oh no! I've got a white hair. I can see it. Getting old. Let's see what's going on here. Zeus says, CRJ requests." I indicate his outrage over being admin in a billion groups. This is his punishment. I told him. Just thank you for making 400 new Telegram chats. It's more like 12. It's on hey, you hey, you your own
1: fault.
0: Ram the Third says, Tolkien survived World War I just to be known as a, a white ring extreme, right-wing extremist. Yeah. Day day,
2: That's
0: right. 18 hour workday invoices. Well, you can take it out of your mayonnaise pay, uh, CRJ. That's, I mean, you clearly are doing okay. You saved up, what, what did that cost? Was it $300 to ship an industrial sized bin of mayonnaise? <laughs> you, c- I would, I see, this is why I don't pay you. This is what you do with your money. You, it would, it would be a complete waste of time. It would just be more mayonnaise related quiche sh- shenanigans. People would be, you know, there would be STD checks, like, I'm I'm concerned just keep keep CRJ away, away from Genstein. I don't want the two of them. Genstein has some kind of access to like some kind of blood farming. CRJ's kind of a Joseph Mengele character, so I don't I don't know. I don't, I just don't want them I don't want those worlds to 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 to, to, to mix. <laughs> See, there's the supremacy again. I don't want the mixing pots. <laughs> I'm just a, you know that's how mustard gas gets gets made. Donkey Dong along says, "Hand Dong is formally disavowed from the House of Dongs." <laughs> totally a misrepresentation of Dongs. What a what a Dong. What a Dongy Dong. Uh, Faye Del Rey says, "Haven't been able to listen live in months. Nice to see you again. Always catch you on the replay through the week. Just want to pay a wee bit toward my entertainment tab. High five. Thank you very much. I appreciate it." Short Long says, "Men's only gyms would be pretty empty these days." I don't know what's happened as well. Another thing I want to point out: I don't know if you guys. Let me know if you're seeing this as well. Um, yeah, Gary's back, and he's like, "Am I the only one with a wrench?" You missed it, Gary. There was a there was a mayonnaise incident. There was a terror attack, and apparently, most of the mods couldn't be trusted. So, anyone that made a reference to mayonnaise or quiche on in with the intention of this sustained frontal attack from the mayonnaise people, they were removed. So there's very few of them left. We had, uh, Blams, as I, I think, is in charge. I think he's the only one I can trust now. That's pretty much it. And, and I guess you just weren't here. So we don't know. Maybe you would have Maybe you would have gone down as well. But for now, not to be a lesson to you. <laughs> there was a... Fu- sure. Uh, okay. Um, oh, yeah. That's what I wanted to say. So let me know if, you're, if you guys are seeing this as well. There's a lot of young people at the gym. I've been going pretty regularly... For 10 years, I'd say. Yeah, Since I was about 23. So, yeah. What, 13, 12, 13 years. I don't recall this many young people ever being involved. It's, it's very it's interesting. I noticed it a little bit when I you know at the gym in the city and uh, around here as well. It's like, uh, I mean, a lot of people in their early 20s, a lot. Which is really interesting and cool to see. I hope that continues. I hope it's not just a freak accident. But last uh, last couple of months, I'm really, you know, you're starting to see. It's it's either one or the other. You see you have some of these, and I think maybe depending on who the parents are. Don't know. But you're getting you're seeing kids either go one way or the other. They're going full glommy g- glommy. <laughs> you goddamn glommies. The global homo commies. The glommies. They're either going fu- full bore with it, or they're going completely the other way. As kids tend to do. They tend to rebel and, and they like counterculture and it's almost like the it's like nature's um balancing act. It's like designs, you know, to make sure kids challenge the establishment. it's like that's the purpose of the youth, is to challenge the establishment, and I think that it is because that that is like in human nature, that's a way to, to safeguard and make sure things are are going the way that they're supposed to. Because if the youth can challenge the establishment and win, it's not a good establishment and it deserves to lose, you've been overthrown by children. You've been overthrown by children. When kids have had enough, and uh, the kids in our country are the most pessimistic of any group ever, they have the least amount of positive outlook for the future, people under the age of 35, So, which I wouldn't say you. When I say youth, I mean I would say under 25. Under thirty, maybe under thirty-five is a bit. But anyway, there's a reason for that, and um, people are disillusioned and because they they see everything's falling apart, and they don't they don't have the opportunities we used to have. They don't have they don't they're not going into the same kind of future that we used to have to look forward to. They're not stupid, and they see it, and they're acting accordingly. So the youth is uh, they're gonna they're coming over this way, guys. They're all coming to our side. They're not going to be joining any conservative youth clubs. They're not going to be getting on the, uh, you know, sorry to say, the True North newsletter to learn, you know, tips on how to fucking overcome the nightmare of reality that they live in, narrated by Aaron O'Toole. That's, you know, that's not, um, I remember being a 17-year-old kid. That's not somebody I would be interested in following when I was 17. Somebody like David Goggins, on the other hand. Yeah, you know, very impressive guy. Very tough, very strong. That's a commodity. See, it's, it's like supply and demand. When something is in very low supply, there's a very high demand for it. Very, right now, is a very low supply of um, strong, confident, capable men that are willing to throw down. That's in short supply. So that means it's in high demand. <laughs> you see? You see where we're going with this? Just wait. It's a matter of time. Dr. Genstein says, "Just because you made it, you based bigot." Bi-. Yeah, I almost didn't. My internet was being weird, and Rumble was uh, telling me all kinds of things it didn't want to do. So, but it, it seems to have sorted itself out. Some for now. Two cents says, "I'm here for the fitness and mental health chats all day, every day." Good shit, you extremists. Thank you very much, sir. And that's what that's what it is. I I started out, um, you know, I don't know, conspiracy theory. I knew there was something wrong. Something doesn't make sense. This this world we're in is not uh, It's like they give you the rules of a game and you go to play that game and nothing is working the way that it's supposed to according to the rules they give you. It's like are you are we even playing the same game? Eventually you'll find out no, we're not. Well, you know, you could just go, "Oh well, <laughs> find what works. What little mini whatever niche you can carve out for yourself to hide in." And hide there. A lot of people do that. But, uh, yeah, it bothered me that that things didn't make a lot of sense. Long story short, it um, basically boils down to, you know, the struggle of of humanity is a a spiritual one. That's that's what we're here for. And, you know, there's one side trying to take down the other. And the status quo, the overwhelming power, the the forces of the world that that what they're doing is ratcheting on global communism. It's a control network. It's evil. And uh, you're either part of the part of the resistance against this or you're part of the, you know, support network for it. You're wh- wherever you are on the, on whatever side of this um, you know, thunderdome of a spiritual war that we're in. Um, and that's it. That's really all it is. So that's that's what you need to guard Everything else derives from that. Everything else is built up on top of this. Everything else is is sitting on top of that. So if your, you know, spirit and your your spiritual health and your mental health and everything is off and wrong and and compromised, everything else is uh is gonna be is gonna be fucked up. Well, well, shooting again for for an example, I'll use that as a it's a good metaphor. It works in this case. Um, but I'm gonna need my I'm gonna need my teaching aids. <laughs> so here's um, here's your uh, let's see, what do we want to do? What do we, we do? We want a brush? Yeah. Okay. So we got a here's here's you, and you're well, you're a little bit taller than that, and you're you have a really long torso, <laughs> and you've got a backwards hat because you're fucking cool. So you're cool. And you've got sunglasses on and a bankers hat because you're cool. And you're smoking a, c- uh, a cigarette because you're cool or something. <laughs> All right. So, uh, here's your target over here. This is what we're going to shoot at. Now, the first, first, very most first fundamental thing in, in in shooting anything is that you have a stable platform the plat- the stability of the the platform that the weapon system is being fired from being stable is the most important thing to do if that is all fucked up n- nothing else is everything else you can try and fix and screw around with but it's it's still only going to make minor adjustments to to the it's like being wrong at math. If you have a long math formula, but the first part is wrong, the rest of it is all wrong as well. The foundation has to be has to be solid. It has to be perfect, and then you'll always have that to rely on and fall back on, and then you can start to build outward from that. So if your if your uh, platform is solid, that's good. But then a number of things you, you know, too much. Uh, if, if your barrel is moving too much uh, up and down, if your uh, trigger manipulation is, uh, is all fucked up, these are going to cause problems. This is going to you know, affect your shot, and this is going to affect your shot, and that's going to affect your shot. And your, If your breathing is off, it's going to affect your shot. If you're, you've been running around, if it's, uh, there could be weather, there could be all kinds of things. right? But these are all going to affect it. They're all going to affect the variables that are going to determine if you are going to hit what you're shooting at, or you're going to miss, or you're going to really miss. <laughs> Or you're going to just miss. Um, the foundation, your platform, your stability is uh, is number one. And if you don't correct that, every other none of these other factors are going to matter. You're still going to miss. You're still going to miss despite anything else. You need that foundation. You need that platform. And we don't have that. We have weak people. We have weak people with no platform, no fundamentals. <laughs> is the target moving? yeah yeah, and it's a moving target so I mean it's it's important to you you know what you're doing <laughs> um, Sir toast says don't have a gym membership but you know what I do got a spot on the floor and a plate carrier used for extra yeah you don't need a gym by any by any means um, So they call you all the names might as well be strong might as well be a strong one too right there's no there's no reason not to and um, everybody can do it we're all built the same more pretty I mean within reason. We're all um, we all have a, we all have you know basically been issued the, the, a different version of pretty much the same vehicle to ride while we're here, and uh, some people soup theirs up and other people uh, totally neglect theirs and let them rust out and become piles of trash, and then they fall off the road and explode and kill the occupant much sooner than you know that the extended life of the vehicle should have allowed them to. Uh, Jason Hutton says, you've inspired me to give a shit again. I've been working out two months now. Time to be a warrior. Let's go. One more month and you're probably going to be doing it for a long time. You make it three straight months, you're, you're, you've are you're got a serious habit there, sir. Uh, Making Gains says, you. how you know you've made it as a gym rat. People ask you to move super heavy stuff. Um, oh, sorry, I hit the wrong one. People people ask you to move super heavy stuff and the second you take a moment to lift, they say, I thought you were a big weightlifter guy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought you were good. Oh, maybe I should ask somebody bigger than you. Two cents says we have seen a dramatic increase in football registration in Halton region this year. That's good. That's interesting. Interesting. Synthetic uh, says salutations have a soda. I fear not the man who has practiced 10,000 kicks one time, but rather the man who has practiced one kick 10,000 times. Yeah, that's that's a good quote. Uh, Bruce Lee drillers make killers. Muay Thai. Yeah, Muay Thai is great. I have my kids doing that. Um, tenacious v says you called me a swamp german monster in the chat last night is that good or bad it's it's just it was a question is if you are one if you're related to the swamp germans because i i would only have said that if you would have said you you're what are you you're probably six foot 13 six foot 17 or something like that like they all are freaks <laughs> fisher of Pits, the dutch those are the swamp germans Fisher of Men says, these days I'm drawing inspiration from my teenage nephews. Both are training hard, asking for protein powder, which is racist. Protein powder is racist and white supremacy. Um, And calling out things for being lame and gay like we do. Here's hoping that Generation Alpha crushes Gen Z XY and tyranny. (laughs) Man on the Mountain says, finally, Laketon, a former mining camp in northern B.C. known for the hanging of two murderers whose bodies were buried at the crossroad to serve as a warning. You know, from 1873 to 1898, Captain William Moore reported no further incidents. <laughs> Fucking right. Well, I mean, the old ways were uh, were perhaps the right ones. You know, our grandfathers uh, built this place and maintained it to a hell of a standard. So, if it worked for them, oh, I think I missed some of these on, on Rumble here. Uh, Ram again uh, says these goblins are the epi- epitome of envy. I can't uh, that? They can't achieve for themselves, so they want to make it impossible to achieve anything. Well, they want to believe that if they can't do it, they don't have it. That means the mindset of them is like they'll see. So, so in the context of what he was talking about, somebody posts a photo like a of like you know some guy posts a, or woman posts a picture of themselves, and they look great, they're incredible shape, and whatever. Their mind immediately goes to. Oh, well, they only look like that because of excuse, 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 and if it wasn't for excuse, 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 I could look like that, but excuse, 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 and that's why excuse, 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 you know, that's where their mind goes immediately because that's who they are, they're weak, they're weak goblin people, rather than the the correct place for your mind to go would should be, Wow. Incredible. Good for them. That must be a, that must have taken a lot of work and discipline to achieve. How impressive. That person really worked hard. Isn't that inspiring? I should maybe consider working harder than I am and perhaps I could look more like that as well. That's how a healthy person thinks and operates and moves through the world. So, but no, no, go be with the goblins. That's it. No. Can't tell. You know, fitness is white supremacy. Yes. Let's not. Yes. Let's get rid of it so that our children don't have an example of achievement to strive for and see what, what, what we're capable of and how far they could go. Let's not have them inspired by anything. You know what inspires me? Big fat dumpster bodies. When I first saw the premier of Ontario, I was like, if that guy can be. Pre- Listen, I'm only gonna eat cheese and butter from now on because clearly this is where it gets you. I was so impressed just looking at him. I'm like, wow, you know, it just it just carries an air of being impressive. I and I knew for the, I knew for a fact, I knew right then that Ontario was gonna be in great hands. I said, you know, you know what I said? I said to myself, Jeremy, look, if this is a guy, these people have nothing to worry about. I mean, this guy clearly can't control himself around a refrigerator, but that doesn't mean he can't control the entire province of Ontario, which is most of the most of the entire nation of Canada. He's actually more like the vice president of the country when you think about it. Uh, the premier of Ontario is more important than probably everyone else in the country, except the, the except the prime minister. I would imagine. Yeah, I I I don't. Uh, yeah, I would I would think. I'm not intimately familiar with what kind of. Power checks and balances, handicaps and stuff like that exist, but he is, you know, the guy to answer for most of the nation's economy, population, <laughs> GDP, and, and so on. So I would assume. But anyway, you know, he clearly doesn't have any discipline or you know self awareness or even cares enough about himself to take care of himself. So there was no reason to think anything could go wrong. I mean, this is not a guy that's going to give in to temptation easily. Obviously, he's never said, never seen a pie he hasn't said no to. But that guy's never going to take a bribe? Oh, it, I can already hear people being like, that's not even something you have to worry about. Oh, it's not? I don't know if you've noticed, but our entire country is has been bought by foreigners. No, There's no one we can trust anywhere in the federal government, in the provincial government, municipal governments. There is Chinese money, Israeli money, Saudi. Like I've said, everywhere. And um, that's because we have weak, fat, gross Fucking loser pussies like that running the show. They don't They're easily pushed around and bullied and <laughs> they can't even take care of themselves. They can't even say the word China. They're weak. They're getting shoved around and we're paying the price. The Canadian people pay the price. Our children will pay the price. Our women, everybody's going to pay the price because these weak fucking losers can't stand and fight for us. Instead, they think, well, I can protect myself. I personally can benefit from this. I know it's going to harm, you know, the greater population, the prospects, the future, you know, probably, actually endangers the existence of our people entirely. Uh, but me, but me, oh, thank, good, goodness. So glad we have him in there. What a hero. So many heroes, you know. Mr. Bullock, thank you very much for that, sir. Salute to you as well. Uh, he says, can you draw a picture of the Premier of Terrible and the Federal Finance Minister? Is that what I'm getting paid to do now? <laughs> Hang on. I'll try. I'll try. If I can do it in a, in a minute, how's that? Let's see if I can. What was the other one? You wanted the him and the. This is dumb. This is the dumbest stream on the internet. But um, we're in the dumbest country in the world ever. So it's not. I mean, this is. Guys, we're coping. All right. What I say? Mental health, spiritual, you got to laugh. If you can laugh in the face of death, you're a fucking, you're a scary person. Death is, you laugh at death? So you consider death like a peer of yours? You're not intimidated by it. It's just another guy on the bus with you? Yeah, that's not, people like that are really hard to push around. Oh, death? Yeah, he comes over and visits once in a while. Yeah, we're buds. What's up? What up, D? That's what I call him. Who are you taking this week? Oh, him! Oh, we liked him. All right, all right. We'll see you next month. We'll see you next month, buddy. <laughs> um, the finance minister. I can try. Let's. I've never, I've never drawn on a time limit before. I don't know how this is gonna. I don't know how this is gonna go. <laughs> well. Well, we do know he's made out of butter. You know, he's- he's a... it's a fairly... You know... F- is that too big of a head? I think he's- he's fairly round, though. Right? And not really legs, more of just like a platform that he kind of bounces around on. I think it's got wheels installed. Yeah. There's actually wheels. It's more like tank treads, actually, that... ...carries them around. That's what this is, he just rolls around on that. The suit doesn't really, I mean, they try to button it up, but it's its really uh, having a hard time staying together, you know, cause it's, <laughs> it's a nice blue suit, you know, keeps them uh, looking healthy. It's important. wheeled around, and he's, uh... Eyes wide open. Mouth wide open for, you know, the butter. The butter's gotta go in. He sees butter. He's covered in butter. He's leaking butter. Yeah, I guess he has arms, but... He only really has them so he can hold butter. That's the only real reason. It's just covered- There's, There's millions of dollars of butter that's gone missing, guys. And like, even his hair is but like, he looks like butter. So that's basically the Vice President. And then, uh, what was the other one? The, The finance minister? Well, that's just a pile of, uh, that's more like, that's- there it is there. And you're like, but that's just a weird- that looks like a puddle of slime. That's just like an ooze pile. That's like, seems sentient and is dragging itself across the ground. And there's yellow stink lines coming up from it, and birds. Uh. Birds are actually uh, dying as they come in contact with the stink lines. They're falling right out of the sky. So that's basically <laughs> that's where we're at now, guys. You know. Was that was that worth ten dollars to you? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, there we go. This has been a this has been very informative. This has been very helpful. It is a mayopian nightmare, Mark. It is. Um, Scotian lady says, "Lead follower, get out of the way." Right, either help us or get get run over. This really those are the only options now. As it's clear that the you know the the power structure the leader the, the, lead, the so called leaders they're not leaders though. They, they want to believe they are, but they don't want to do the job. Doing the job of leadership is putting yourself in harm's way for other people, taking punches on other people's behalf, laying down on the razor wire, and they won't do it. So that means they're not leaders. They're just people in the way taking money. That's what they're doing. Scotian Ladies says, lead following the other way. Iron sharpens iron. A favorite lyric, if there's no fire to light my way, then I'll start my own. Making standards great again by lived example. Uh, many thanks all. Alex Woods says, good evening. Here's $3. Entertain me. I, I've tried. Are you entertained now? Has it? Have I already done it or I need to keep going? Uh, Jen Stein says, imagine if a vehicle manufacturer released a faulty product killing people globally. It would be recalled immediately. Where is the recall on Big Pharma's deathly product? Oh, right. They're not liable. Why would they be? Madam Breezy says, read a book, read a book, read a motherfucking book. I won't. I want you to keep sending me these super chats every day telling me to read this book I will never read. I won't. I won't. Uncle Kenny says, do I have to go to Western Union for a telegram? Uh, No, it's not that kind of telegram. You just need a phone or a computer. You need a telephone number. That's for sure. Lone Star Texas says, take my money. I will. Thank you, sir. What does this mean? Supporter? What does that mean? There's like a little whale icon on Rumble, and it says supporter. I don't know what that means, but I think it's good. I think that's good. It's not bad, is it? Is this is this what they put for everybody that's donated? Is, is that what's going on? Seems to be, seems to be, but it doesn't carry over to the chat. Rumble's a very something's going on over there. They're having an existential crisis. She says, "Read a book again." I won't. I'll never read it. You can't send me a link. I can't read a book. I can't. I can't open a link and read a book. It's not how it works. Uh, Ram the Third says this anime is terrifying. <laughs> I should do a whole, Yeah, hey, it's barely, no, it's almost, South Park is only slightly better. It's only slightly better than what I'm doing there, okay? And they're, they're they're doing very well. I am severe, I should be, I should be worth at least $100 million, I think. If South Park is worth that much. Man, the mountain says, pull my finger, my wife refuses to. I won't. I won't do it. I can draw you a picture. But uh, only, apparently the going rate is 10 Oh, no, the little whale thing does show up next to their names in the chat. I see. I see. Why a whale? Is it a whale like, like crypto whales, like the stock market whales? Is that what we're doing? I don't know. What I do know is that I've been talking for an hour almost, and I haven't really gotten into anything yet. I kind of just shot off about stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the things you guys are saying in these chats are wild. Entropystream.live slash Distant as well. It's on Rumble, Odyssey, YouTube, Spotify, Podbean, Twitch, uh, Odyssey. Did I say Odyssey? Rockfin? That's worked on or it's – I don't know. There's other – there's a lot. I can't keep tracking them all because that's how much they ban and suppress everybody because they're terrified that they're losing and they're just going to keep doing it until they lose completely, which is unavoidable because they are weak, pathetic, um, fags um, and I believe that because it's just the logical conclusion where do we where did I want to start this shit tonight because I have a lot there's a lot going on um, as always the Canada stuff oh yeah the, the, the treason open treason we have open treason now Um, insane there, there, there should be martial law not martial law but there should be the emergency act should be invoked now on the basis that the government is compromised we have like it's compromised we don't have a legitimate government that's no one believes that anymore and they shouldn't like um there's more than enough evidence to to be very concerned that that's the case um therefore i mean no like it's it's one of the most dangerous things that can happen to a country they sold us out and the thing is it could be It's possible, I very much doubt it, but it is possible that it is just this one guy. It was one guy who took some money one time, who made one phone call, one conversation, one time about one thing, and that's it. And this is a very overblown, blown out of proportion situation. That could be the truth. However... There is no fucking way for any of us to know that, is there? Because you've done nothing but lie and lie and lie and lie and lie again for years about things this damage, this damaging, this dangerous, this important, and much worse. So there's absolutely no way we can possibly take your word for it. And it had to be exposed by a whistleblower. It wasn't like you came forward and told us, hey, by the way, we have guys taking money from China, doing favors for China. Our government's working around what the Chinese would like to see. We have a compromised government that is beholden to the communist Chinese Help! We're in a lot of trouble. That would have been a very—that would have been a completely different situation. I would have had a completely different outlook on that. Instead, we have the RCMP looking the other way. We have the entire Liberal Party looking the other way. We have the Conservative Party looking a third way because probably they're also being paid in those same two directions. We have the NDP looking another way. Everybody's looking in different directions, actually, except for Csis, who said, "Hey." All that stuff I just said about how you have a compromised country that seems to be more concerned with the wishes and agendas of the communist Chinese in Beijing than the people that... Yeah, yeah they had to come out and tell us that. They had to break the law and reveal and, and, and spoil international classified secrets to warn the nation that it is being subverted and eaten alive from the inside out by the Chinese. So, a uh, you know, I'm not really willing... I'm not in a position to trust someone who is going along... Because you didn't warn me about this, did you? See, now I'm, I'm in a position to trust and, and take at least into consideration what what CISA says about things. But not you. Not you, Mr. Government. Because, um, well, you lied and you lied and you keep lying. So even if it is just one guy, I, I have no way to know that. I can't possibly... I have to now presume... That potentially all of you are dirty. Potentially all of you are compromised. Potentially all of it is rotten. If I give you a box of Timbits, let's get real Canadian now, guys. I'm going to give you a box of Timbits. A hundred Timbits and untold... It's a super-duper Rage Party Pack. They don't even make them yet. In the future, when I'm dictator, they will make them. The 100 Rage Party Pack. And they're all just ginger... (laughs) <laughs> Styled donuts that just taste like anger. You just eat them and you're like, fuck. You know that's just, it's a side effect. It's the only effect. It's what they're supposed to do. That's what Tim Hortons going to do in the future. They're going to sell Timbits that you, no one even knows they taste like. You can't even get through the box. You're just too angry. No, they taste delicious. And that's why people buy them. The thing is though, I'm going to give you a hundred of them, but one of them, if you eat it, you'll die. If you eat one of these, you're going to die. It's it's actually just cyanide. Ha, enjoy. Who's going to eat one? How do you know which one it is? You can't. You have to presume it could be any of them. Thus is the problem with deception and lies. So if you hadn't done what I told you not to do, you'd still be alive. If you hadn't done what I told him not to do, it, was, it would still be alive right now, today. If you had just told the truth, if you had just operated transparently like you said you would, and, you know, not played games with people's lives and played politics with people in prison in China, because of the polling and the data and the cost of milk, had you not acted like a complete and total weak you know, disgusting insectoid level piece of shit. I might have been able to believe you, but you—you you did, and I can't. So I have to presume. And this is just what CSIS is able to tell us, by the way. God knows what else is going on that hasn't been caught, hasn't been exposed. I mean, this is—if a whistleblower has come forward, that means there was probably a hundred people before the whistleblower that wanted to but didn't have the guts. How many other things are going on? How corrupt is this place? I knew it was bad, boys, but I didn't know how bad. I had no idea that it was this bad, even me, even cynical me, that we would have a country, a government, just, I mean, openly committing treason, Are they just trying to... I don't know if the Liberals are trying to throw this guy under the bus right now. So anyway, the story is a Liberal MP... What's his name? Dong. Urged the... uh, Urged Beijing. Urged the Chinese Communist Party government to delay the release of two Canadian hostages. You remember the two Michaels? Kovrig and Spavor. Michael Kovrig and Michael Spavor were taken hostage by the Communist Chinese. And the Liberal Party was like, Yeah, can you just hang on to them for a while? Because it's it's gonna make the it would make the conservatives look good if you release them from your fucking political prisoner prison. So we're gonna need you to go ahead and hold them in there. That's the level of uh, that's where we're at now. This is Of course he, he denies it and says, I adamantly demanded their release without delay. Again CISA says otherwise wasn't you that brought this up. How 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 much I mean how corrupt is it Like your your whole outlook is gonna change your your whole World is. This is like finding out um, you thought you had pneumonia, which is serious enough, and it's just yeah, it's not going to always get worse. Oh shit, our bad. You don't know. You don't have pneumonia. You have a uh, lung cancer. You're actually way sicker than we thought, and you're probably going to die. Yeah, that's that's how it, that's what this looks like. We thought we had pneumonia, but we may have stage. 4 four or five lung cancer so just playing games with people's lives and they don't even feel bad about it Uh, blam says had my body wake-up call about two and a half years ago lost 84 pounds keep up the inspiration that's fucking amazing good for you 84 pounds i mean like i don't know how to I'm having trouble processing the amount of – and there's another reason why, like, oh, that didn't happen. No, it probably did happen. Recall as well Robert Hall and John Ridsdell. Who remembers the names of those men? I do because I talked about it incessantly while they were hostages of ISIS – In the Philippines, they were Canadian citizens who were captured, taken hostage by ISIS in the Philippines. We knew their names because ISIS released a hostage video demanding ransom and all the kind of stupid shit that they always ask for from the Canadian government in exchange for not beheading them. Now, I had just recently, very recently, left the military at that time, so I still knew quite a few guys in a lot of places and... Our top Special Forces unit, jo- Joint Task Force 2, which is the equivalent nationally to the Americans SEal Team 6 or Delta Force, or the United Kingdom's uh, SAS. They had a, they knew where the guys were. They knew how to get them. They had a whole plan drawn up. The United States was going to help them. They would provide support and overha and all of that shit. and our operators, our assaulters, would go in there and they would get in, and get those guys and bring them home because fuck terrorists and fuck you if you think you can take our people hostage and not die you are sorely mistaken it that's why you oh well, we don't negotiate with terrorists that's why you do that it's a deterrent the deterrent being if you take hostages of our if you take our people hostage you will die it is a death sentence there is no negotiating we will hunt you until the end of the earth no matter how long it takes you are a fucking dead man you take someone you're dead there's no way out If that's your policy and you stick to that for a few decades, people lose interest in taking hostages from your country because your country never pays and the people that take the hostages always die. So, you know, that's kind of why they have that policy. Anyway, that's what we were ready to do. But is that what happened? No, that's not what happened. You want me to to tell you what 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 actually happened? What happened was um, the prime minister's office said no. They said, no, uh, we're not going to do that. We're just going to let them die because, you know, politics and so on. So these guys didn't get to, they had a mission planned and everything, didn't go. And these two Canadian men were beheaded on video. And the guys uh, saw it at the unit. They saw it, saw the video. And one of the operators, one of the men beheaded was the father of one of the men at that unit. <clears throat> so that's, um, this doesn't surprise me the idea that so what are you saying are you saying the canadian government is playing games and politics with lives of its own citizens yes it has a history of doing that actually this wouldn't be the first time you think they care do you think they give a shit about you and they hate you especially the people in the military the chief of defense staff told the told the boys at the at, the, at 1vp to get out while they can Allegedly, that's what several people have confirmed to me from the First Battalion of the Princess Patricia's Canadian Light Infantry that General Wayne Eyre told them to just get out while they can. A lot of them were complaining about this. Now thousands of military members to be cut off as Ottawa introduces expanding housing benefits. So the was it post living differentials being canceled? See. The army doesn't pay much, unless you're an officer, and even then, you have to be at least a captain to make any real money. That's going to take a few years. You need a degree. All the infantry, officer training is difficult. Uh, so then you're looking at over a hundred thousand and stuff as a captain. But anything under that, you're not. You know, brand new, first three years in the army, two years of the army as a as a private, you might make thirty. Was it thirty eight thousand dollars, something like that? In other words. If you're posted in the middle of nowhere, you know, Manitoba, eh, that's not so bad, you know, cost of living. If you're posted to Vancouver or Toronto, um, drastically different situation. Now, there were benefits and stuff installed to try and offset this kind of thing, but um, it's been getting more and more difficult because of the cost of living standards and so on, and now they're just... uh, Wow, we're we're, end up, we're just going to be cutting this, I guess. And now uh, hundreds and hundreds more people are threatening to quit and r- walk away because they're literally being um, well driven into the po- into poverty, as I understand. Um, uh, and and for almost a decade and a half, it says after working on this this genius plan, fifteen years rolling out a new benefit to help military members deal with the high cost of housing, but it's not going very well. No, really. Military members learned at a virtual town hall on Tuesday that a new highly anticipated housing benefits coming in July meant to help lower-ranking members cope with steep housing costs. Military estimates new policy will mean roughly 7,700 members who have been receiving a monthly housing allowance will soon be cut off. News sparked angry backlash from those who say they will receive less than they did before. You may recall, again, as... uh, some members were told recently by email that they should consider Habitat for Humanity if they couldn't find anywhere to live. <laughs> oh, it. You know, when you make bad decisions, they can they can haunt you for a long time. Seven year decline. It took them 15 years. To, they, like, how does it take you 15 years to come up with a spending policy on housing? And. So housing used to be different. You used to have to be, to even be allowed to live like outside of a base when you were in the military, you're like, hi, I'm a soldier now, show me what to do. And you go, okay, you put them on a military base and there they stay because that's what they do. That's what they're for until they get out of the army and then they go be a person again. That's how it used to work. Unless, And if you got married, then you were allowed, you could live Outside in what was called uh, military, or uh, what is it, married quarters, personal married quarters, PMQs, I think, right? Somewhere along the line, someone decided, uh, well, the PMQs eventually just became open to whoever would want to apply for them or to want one, and then you, they're not even under the under the jurisdiction of the military anymore. Now all of these houses, all these military base housing gets gobbled up by civilian companies. So it has nothing to do with the military anymore. We don't even house our own soldiers, and we, and we don't even have the barracks to house them. Like, we don't even have – if we had to, if we had to, just as a basic measure of, like, all right, we're going to serious World War Three. Like, she's got to bring everybody in, put everybody – billet everyone, every man, woman, everybody enlisted in the ranks, every officer, get them in, get them in shacks, get everybody set up. We, we don't have anywhere to put them. We don't, we don't have the ability to do that. We don't have buildings for our soldiers to live in, if they had to. We, we don't even have barracks. We don't have barracks. We don't have long-range transportation. We don't have deep-sea capability, um, re- outfitting, refueling, logistic capability. We don't have any attack helicopters at all. We don't have any real we have no na- like no um um below surface warfare like no submarines no anti-submarine like that we're way behind that basically doesn't even exist uh anti-air defense is it, it does basically doesn't exist what we did have we gave it to ukraine our air force is very old the the, the airplanes we have are very old tank i mean <laughs> Even the infantry units are at like what are they at sixty percent strength or something outrageous? Who <sighs> attrition's at eighteen percent? Yeah, good stuff, guys. When building an army, having a place for them to live is kind of important. But you know, they took the they're like, oh, somebody else will look after it. Ah, we'll just we'll just we'll just we'll compromise. We'll make a compromise. We'll have short term benefit for long term problems. That's been the attitude of basically everyone for the last thirty fucking years, and that's why we're now we're gonna eat them all. Isn't it great? So join the army. Be homeless. Live in a box under a bridge somewhere. That's where they're that's what they're gonna be expecting of you. They don't You're supposed to wear and some of these infantry guys, right? You're in Edmonton. One in three VP is in Edmonton. Now, do you know how not cheap it is in Edmonton? You know, maybe they should pay soldiers what they pay cops. $170,000 a year. Oh, but then, then you wouldn't have the loyalty of the fucking. That's why that's why they do it. Do You know how much cops get paid? Do people not aware of this? The RCMP are some of the lowest paid cops in Canada and they're making like four or five years in there, you're making at least 125, 145 K. And then there's overtime pay. Some of them are even hot, way higher than that. Pushing 200,000 for a fucking constable, a guy that just drives around in a car, giving people tickets. Hi, I make more than a doctor. Does that seem fair? Does that make sense to anyone? Why are they paid that much? So that, because they're they're good little rule followers and they'll, they'll do what they're told. The RCMP got a 30% raise after they beat the shit out of everybody in Ottawa. You think that was an accident? And after the after covering up that massacre in Port Hope, they all got a big pay raise. Who's it should be clear whose side uh, they're on and who the government's on. The government's not here for you. They're all in it together against you. Oh, right, Somebody, uh, taxidermist here. It was retroactive to five years, too. So it wasn't even just a 30% pay raise on that year, and then next year you're going to make 30% poor. No, you, here, here's uh, 30% of what was, so let's say ballpark, $125,000, 30% of that. So you're looking at like $35,000, $37,000 times five years. Fuck here, have a free house. Hey, every cop in the Mounties, have a free house and 30% pay raise. Thanks for showing up. Thanks for beating the shit out of everyone. Isn't that cool? Oh, hi, hi Army. Hi, Army. Yeah, um, be homeless. Have you considered Habitat for Humanity? You're asking for more than we're willing to give right now. I'm going to agree with the Chief of Defense for once. The time to get out is now. If you want to get out, you better get out right now while you can. The best time to get out of the military was yesterday. The second best time to get out of the military is today. The worst time to get out of the military is tomorrow. Unless you unless you want to be a use and abuse... I mean... You want to be used up and thrown away like a pile of trash and bleed your, you know, bleed your blood in in some fucking hole? that's I mean it's all for it's literally for nothing. It's for somebody else to make money. It's for some bankers to make money that have nothing to do with you, it has nothing to do with Canada, it has nothing to do with any of this shit and you're going to end up all fucked up. I mean that's that's what made the sale. And by sale I mean the, the process of a young man deciding this is something he's he's going to commit to making that sale that process is that it's for a noble cause. That's why young men want to do it. Young men want to be warriors. They want to be fighters. They want to contribute to a cause. They want to be a part of the advancement of their communities, of their people, of everything. They want to get it. They're like, all right, I'm here. I'm a grown-up now. Let's, let's go. What, what, what Show me what to do. What do I do? I got to do. And there's a cast. Of, there's a group of our society. It's in the DNA. Some pe- people are who they are. There's 18 personality types or something like that. Everybody is one of them or a variation of the two. One of those is those kinds of people. That's what they're for. They're the warrior caste of society. You need them. You need them to do shit like fight fires. You see any of these brave, heroic leader politicians? Imagine being somewhere, you know, and an apartment building is just a, a a fire just quickly overtakes this building, and you've got children trapped in this building, and they're too afraid to, to they don't know what to do, and they're literally just screaming and crying in fear. Do you think these they're going to who then? You will need courageous people that that look that look forward. They want. They, it's not that they want like th- these like things to happen, but they wish they could be there when they do because there's no, there's nothing, there's nothing more, like there's no better, like nothing more glorious than that where you can risk your life to to save like innocent children or something. Something like that is probably like the most base thing you can do. Guys sit around and daydream about shit like that. And protecting people from, you know, from protecting them from the wolves and so on. That's It's in your DNA. You have to have those men. You need those people or else your society is going to be overcome by, by the dangers of the world that we live in. The wolves, real and metaphorical. You need, you need strength as a, like a barrier to this. It's something that is required in in our society, and we've been convinced that it's bad and it has to be removed. It's toxic. We ew, toxic masculinity. Ew. And now, you know, and now the military is uh, you know, it doesn't want any of those guys either. It wants it wants wokeness. It wants pronouns. Uh, Anastasia four eleven. I've, I've went on a. Rant, a ramble there and I can't remember how I what I started with I, there was something what was I saying <laughs> what was the point of what I started talking about somebody will remind me and if I don't remember it wasn't important and I don't care and you don't care and nobody cares because nobody's ever cared no one has ever cared Anastasia says on a positive note had a fantastic visit with my parents about not getting a fifth jab and they were finally receptive to new information they mysteriously hadn't heard on CBC there is hope Jake from V4F says maybe your months and months of relentless taunting and mockery has traumatized Cecus into competence. <laughs> well, they were forced to listen to me, right? So I so I, I did make use of that time. I don't know if they're still listening to me or not, but I am trying. I'm trying to reason with them. <laughs> they see it too. They know what I'm talking about. They know I'm right. Fisher of Men says, Hang. hang oh, I have a trouble with this guy's name. Hang on. Hannah. Uh, Wow! Ah, I, I can't. Richie. His name's Richie. I'm giving him a white guy name. Richie received a standing ovation in the House of Commons for his tearful resignation speech. Digest that. Oh. So he's resigned and he got a standing ovation for treason. I see. So he's resigned because he accepts that he's he's guilty of treason, which is the pro that's that's what that's what this is, Ricky. And everyone clapped, or are they clapping because he's resigning? I would assume they were clapping because they're like, Good, get the fuck out. That's what that's what they should have done. But I get the feeling it was them going, What a brave BIPOC, you know. What a brave non-white person, Mister Bullock. Um, in response to uh, Jake, says we join for patriotism and doing the right thing. Let's hope that these monitoring, that those monitorings still have some of that. They surely do. Oh, that's what I was trying to say. Like it's it, that—that's the sale. That's the ideal. That's what these young men. That's what they join for is to is so that they can. They're like, look. If I'm if I'm going to do something risky and dangerous, I want it to be for a good purpose. I want it to be for a good reason. Especially if something happens to me, if I get fucked up i don't i don't come home i die and my family has to live i mean that's awful and horrible the only thing that makes it okay that makes the sale is that well you know that is all horrible but it was for the effort towards which we can all agree is 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 noble and righteous and virtuous and though it's unfortunate you know so many of these guys have died in Paris. I mean, but their sacrifice was so important and we couldn't have lived. I mean, it was that or something much worse, you know. And the problem today is we don't have that anymore. What do you tell a guy? What do you tell a guy from Iraq, from Afghanistan, from Syria, from Africa, from Cyprus, from any, from any of the last 30 years, 40 years? What do you tell anyone since, since Korea? Maybe not. Maybe Korea, you could you could make sense that since Vietnam at least and onward, what do you tell all of those guys that you're like? <laughs> you're like, well, uh, we had to because like o- otherwise, yeah, no. I basically just I j- basically just have a colostomy bag and no use of my legs for the rest of my life because it was a way to make thirty nine thousand dollars a year. Do you have any idea how bad of a trade that is? Like. The golden, like the jewel in your crown is supposed to be, yeah, I have a colostomy bag and my legs are fucked up and whatever, but it was part of this grand effort to protect so-and-so or to prevent such-and-such and everybody recognizes and we all know that and that's why now these days everyone laments man there's just not a lot of respect for veterans anymore because they don't fucking do anything they're supposed to do no one recognizes any of their sacrifices because let's be honest guys it's not a sacrifice is it for what for who Someone explain this to me. Explain Afghanistan to me. Explain why all of my fucking friends are in the ground and why they had to be there because why? Please illuminate this for me. And you'd better No 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 no. You need to do it, and you can't use you can't say Osama bin Laden not once. Do it without saying that name. You can't do it, can you? You know what that means? You don't know the answer I do know the answer And it's not a good one So Trust me When I say When you find out what the answer is You're going to be very upset There's no way around that It is It is like It's like being Like raped in your soul To be taken advantage of At that kind of level and knowing not on not just you but your friends and your homies and all the got everybody that's been ki- that were were killed all of these horrible memories and sights and sounds and smells and all the all the real nice stuff that sticks with you for a long time and then all the guys that kill themselves after the fact and all the funerals with all the crying young children you know daddy all of that Every, and it just keeps going and it's all for what? For nothing. It was for literally nothing. It was for rich assholes to make some more money. And those same rich assholes now are saying Slava Ukraine and you want to join the army. Oh, this shit talking to the army. I'm trying to save your life. sorry. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> I, I hope I really do that. If you're one of these people that's still in there and still listening or wants to go in there and it's like, no, i am no army's awesome. I'm, fucking, I'm doing it. I hope you don't ever have to live with this. What that feels like to have all to to be subjected to all of that, all of that shit under the under the under the um, understanding, under the premise, which is false, all of this you had undertaken and stepped forward into the breach to do under the premise that we have to do it. Because otherwise, you know, we're preventing this or we're protecting that. There is a very obvious, you know, threat that had to be confronted, or else, you know. And then when you go to collect, it uh, it's gone. It's not there. When you go to, you know, when you go to lean on that for reassurance for for peace, it's not there. And that is my submission into the not-yet-spoken-about world of veterans, uh, you know, post-war issues and what the fuck is wrong with everybody and why they're all killing themselves? Maybe just maybe I know it's a revolutionary and radical idea however I would like to propose that the idea of fighting unjust illegal Wars leaves a stain on the soul of the people that engage in it and without the ability to lean upon what is supposed to be their moral foundations and convictions to let them know that even though it was horrible or whatever there there was a reason in it and it was righteous and it had to be done and they can go to sleep easy knowing that you've taken taken that away from them. And they're only left with questions, no answers, and a bottle of fucking alcohol. So is it any surprise why they're fucking checking out? You have a generation of men with no meaning. They're lost. They don't know where to go. They don't know what the fuck is going on. They don't even recognize the country that they fought for anymore. And when they question it, when they say, hey, excuse me, what is happening to my beloved home that I have, you know, embarked on these warfare missions across the globe that you sent me on to protect my home? Now that I have returned to my home and I see it in ruins, I have questions. And what does the home say? It turns and points to that man and says, shut up, Nazi. Excusez-moi, por favor. I hope you can see how this could cause some kind of, I don't know, reaction. Why is everyone so angry? Those of us that don't live in a bubble. That actually get exposed to the consequences of the things that you rich fucking assholes do. Keep virtue signaling with your Israeli fucking flag, by the way. Real cute. Real cute. Maybe we can get our guys into Iran next. Hey, wouldn't that just be swell? Hey, everybody, let's go invade Iran. Hey! Maybe 500 more Canadian troops can die for Tehran. Because the Israelis would really like that. We can't possibly think of a... We can't... I don't know. Terrorism. They hate us for our freedoms or some shit. Maybe we'll sell people that one. I don't know. I don't know. What I do know is that the warrior culture and lifestyle is not a small, insignificant time. It's more like a religion. It's a very deep, powerful, meaningful character building. It becomes who people are for life. And all these guys, I was just talking to a buddy of mine, He's he's a farmer now, right? And I was like, you know, we're talking back and forth. He's like, oh, you know, just doing my farm thing. He's like, what are you? He's like, oh, you know, doing the terrorism thing. And we're like, it's basically like he. I was like, oh, you got the you you bought the uh the farmers expansion DLC. You bought the farmer downloadable content pack. Yeah, I bought the terrorism expansion, where you play in and out of jail and you know rebel freedom fighter type. Yeah, I, I'm playing that. What are you playing? Oh, you're playing farmer. Cool. What's that like? You know, we're all playing different games now. But all you would have to do, all you would have to do is just smash the glass like Stone Cold Steve Austin, and every single one of these guys are right back in warrior mode like they never left. It's all right, it's like riding a bike. And at the deepest core of what that means, who that is what what is that when you get to the engine room of the ship you know the beating heart of what makes what what makes someone like that why is that person you know why what what makes the warrior get up and go why it's it's to fight it's to fight against anything that threatens the sanctity the safety the the you know the things that he loves he's protecting the things that he loves it comes from a place of love it's the same kind of feeling when you see, like, if you have a little brother and you see him getting beat up by a bigger kid at school who's around your size, and all of a sudden you just get welled up with, oh, you know what I mean? That feeling, that fucking, when somebody has it coming to them, and, you know, if only someone should show up and deliver it, ah, here I be. I'm right here. They need that. The, the righteous, the righteous, um the fight has to be for a good purpose or else it's all wrong. Then instead of then instead of experiencing, you know, glory and pride and 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 feeling satisfaction, that those those rewards come with vanquishing the dragons and slaying the monsters and protecting the people and you know, having to engage in the, you know, the worst case scenario which is war, but on behalf of, you know, a good cause and your people they that you need that that needs to be there to balance out the awfulness you understand the awfulness of the experience and the whole thing needs to be counterbalanced with the righteousness of the cause with the reasoning with you know the sacrifice and the they, they have to they have to meet in the middle otherwise it's all bad and there's no good and over t- it's going to eat at your fucking soul you're going to reach in there for that you know reassurance or, or that those memories and stuff. And they're not going to be there. And you're going to get weaker and more upset and more confused and more fucked up. And you go look. And, and, who, and who are they going go looking for help for? They go looking for help from not from other warriors. They go looking for help from fucking doctors and social workers who think mean words is violence. I saw some some professor or somebody was given a workshop and it was on like aggression something and they had the, just the word in in an in an example exchange of people being triggered and the word they had in there was nigger and they're like oh my god fire that's violent people are like suing there's like counselors coming in for trauma they're like I have PTSD now oh my god like don't people like that can't possibly ever hope to sit across from some of the guys that I've met and understand what they need to be okay in here. They're not equipped. I don't care what fucking book you read. I don't care how much you know about chemical imbalances and your endocrine system. And I don't care. You're never going to fully get it unless you're one of them. It's not any different than anything else. It's like any other in-group, any other cultural in-group, Unless you're in that group, you'll never fully understand it. You'll always be an outsider. So we have people on the outside of a very specific ancient cultural group of the warfighter, which doesn't necessarily always I meant like also like firemen, you know, police traditionally were supposed to be there. They've just since you know metastasized into a cancer instead. They actually run away from danger and run to safety and let people die all the time. Remember that Uvalde shooting in Texas? That's just typical cops now. That it's important, man. The righteousness of the cause, it has to be it it needs to be there. It has to make sense. It has to be true. Because when you're gonna absorb, when you're gonna care, when you're gonna take on the weight of Of killing people, it you know, unless you're a psychopath, it's doing it because he's having a good time. <laughs> you know there need there needs to be a justification so you don't hate yourself for it. And if there's nothing there oh and and oh, and one last thing before I close this thread on how much you know the people of the you know the government of Canada cares about and understands its own soldiers. Then there was the whole thing where we just walked away from this war that was so important, it was so necessary that we go and we fight it that you have to that your children have to go die now. Like I was fucking nine, I was 20 years old when I first hit the hurt, hit the dirt in Kandahar. I was 20, 20 years old, a baby. Some of my roommates were 18, 19. They didn't make it. That's how important this was. It required their deaths, apparently. And then the government just walks away. The whole thing goes completely to shit. We leave Canadian citizens behind to die. And our Afghani allies who pledged their support at the cost of their own lives to throw in their hats with ours. They went all in, took us at our word that we would take care of them. We left them to die, too. Many of them that soldiers knew personally. I knew people that were literally fucking texting guys in Afghanistan, like their old interpreters and stuff. And they're like saying, please help, send help. They're coming. The Taliban are coming. And they're like, I, I, I don't know what to. And then they just, they never got texted back, you know. Nobody even said sorry. Sorry. An entire generation of... Oh, we care about the fucking soldier. Do you really? My entire generation sat and watched just like Saigon. And in that moment, I, I became the Vietnam War veteran. If you've ever seen the, the famous The Fall of Saigon footage where they're throwing the helicopters out, like it's all over. It was literally the exact same... It was worse. It was worse. People were falling off of planes trying to escape for their lives. Complete and total chaos. And everything's worse than before. So, essentially, we lost all of that money, all of that time, all of their lives, my health, the health of everybody else's health. That's all now been compromised and lost and destroyed. And at the end of the day, what happened? Uh, the Taliban is still in command, and they're more powerful than ever. That was that was the leadership that took us through that whole fucking adventure. And now they say, oh, we have to Slava. It's Slava, Ukraine time. So for that, and many, many other reasons that you'll hear about over this evening, previous evenings, and evenings in the future, are my submissions for why the people in charge aren't worth shit. And they should probably uh, probably be removed things get much worse. Oh, and then they were all like, oh, yeah, the vaccine's safe and effective. I mean, I can go on. Oh, and then they were all like, oh, hi, China. Have my country. Just have it. I don't care. I'll keep that in mind. Angry soldiers, his government okayed the murder of uh, Gerald Bull, the Canadian designer of the Iraqi Super Gun and many other large caliber long-range artillery. He was killed by Mossad. The Scotian ladies, says they defunded the military and gave it all to jack police. Will the chaos balance itself? Only the coat can solve this mystery. The coat hasn't been out in a while. Honestly, I haven't done it because it's uncomfortable. It's annoying. It's like I gotta reach over and I gotta throw the that jacket over the suit jacket, and ah, ah, it's a whole thing. So I like, I'm very lazy. <laughs> I may have to, I may have to change that. I may have to, I may have to remedy this deficiency. Mr. Bullock says, "With every workout, our future looks brighter. It does. And again, every every little bit stronger that you get, if you get two percent stronger, one percent stronger, that's a one percent increase to all attributes across the board. You know." You're sleeping better. You're sleeping a little better. Thinking a little bit, even just 1% better. Now, anything everything that you do is going to be 1% better for everyone else. Everyone else now reaps the benefit of that 1% increase. Everybody, the act of one one person getting better is everybody getting better. And everybody getting better is legitimately everybody getting better. And when we're all much, you know, stronger more confident unified and taking everything taking yourself seriously taking care of yourself you know like take care like you matter wear decent clothes take care of yourself stand up straight when you walk around roll your shoulders back look people in the eye you know what I mean the way things used to be, the way men used to conduct themselves, just go do that. Just start doing those things. As like a as like a fun game, as like an experiment. And first of all, you're going to realize I've, this actually feels a lot better to do. And uh, you're going to start you're, you're going to just start emo- evolving very fast. Like, just start doing it. St. Maurice Barris says many recent articles about Solar Flare's EMP attacks. I'm convinced that's the next. 9 type move to take the, so I don't know that. I mean, I don't know. I, again, I, I literally don't know, but taking the power off, I don't know that, that could see that wouldn't cause the problems I think when these plans were developed, like, yeah, we'll do this, like, like say, if we need to, we can sh- we can do the EMP attack, take the power grid down. Blah. These things were thought up in, like, the 70s and the 80s, when if the power went out, it wasn't the apocalypse. Today, it would be the apocalypse. Nobody even knows where the fuck to get food anymore, dude. Like, it would be impossible to maintain order now. not and And, and the shape of the military and the police and everything, I mean... You're playing with fire. I mean, that's that is a very risky situation. I, I that that could go in any direction. I mean, you're talking regional warlords and whoever's the most powerful is in charge. And there's, I mean, especially in America where you have these armed militias are like more powerful than fucking police departments by by a mile. Like the like that's another thing, <laughs> like. Oh, well the government will- if these if these all these if all these people st- like got up and got up and just started rolling all these militias all these like there's no one no one can stop them except the state. That's it. The police department stand no chance. Like it, like it's a lot of people and they've been sitting on this for 20 30 years these prepper communities and they're bigger than ever and now you have 20 years of war veterans Feeding into them, coming back from Iraq and Afghan, teaching their skills and passing on their experiences, and they're running their own little fucking groups and community. And I mean, you're you're sitting on there's like a dormant army of probably five million professionals just sitting around in America, five million just chilling. Professionals, never mind the people that would join them. So, (laughs) I don't know. I would be. I would. I would. Be very, if I'm the bad guys and someone presents me the EMP attack scenario, I'm like, uh, that's a, that is literally the last resort. That is, it's, and, and in that case it would be, I would only do that so I could escape. And <laughs> no one would know where I went. That's the only, re- so if the EMP goes off, technically that means we won. Because they flipped the table and are running away. And uh, that's how it's good. So you know, that's my that's that's how I'm going to interpret that. The more desperate, the the more serious and crazy their maneuver their moves get, the more desperate they are. Th- these are not the uh, the actions of intelligent people. This is not everything. The Russians and the Chinese are doing are strike me as people that are in control they have momentum they're not rattled they're taking their time they're making smart decisions they're thinking about things. everything our side is doing is emotionally based reactionary nonsensical and you know just uh, all the indications of somebody who doesn't know what the fuck they're doing and is just flailing i was going somewhere with that and i lost it oh yeah this right so they were going to arrest Trump today, tomorrow, sometime over uh, the Stormy Daniels thing. Like that's what it's over apparently. So you had hundreds of cops mobilized. All you know, they're expecting this big riot. Nothing happened. Um, I understand he's not been arrested yet or turned himself in yet, but that uh, can change. But they're not smart, dude. Like it's you need to consider that they might actually just be dumb. And, and and spoiled the longer this goes on the more convinced of that that i am it's been a while since i've mentioned this so i i think that you know when this establishment was at its at the peak the height of its power um well no, maybe had so you have the like the original the ogs of, a, of anything right of like the mafia of a company of anything there's a life cycle the original vision and mission and purpose uh from 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 the core that's when it's at its purest and it's most uh powerful and then the next generation t- 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 takes over the sons of, of you know and, and it's diluted a bit it's weakened a bit you know they've inherited something. They didn't have to build it. They didn't have to fight tooth and nail and claw and kill people and strangle Chinamen on the railroad tracks like the fucking Rockefeller family probably did. You know when they were, you know the barons are like fucking taking up land and it was crazy back then. Like, um, who was the like the who was the Bush guy? Like Herbert Walker Bush definitely killed people, and Prescott Bush definitely. I mean, you know what I mean. You don't get to those levels. So these guys are fucking gangsters, right? And then they have sons who inherit the business, the family effort that didn't have to, they, they didn't earn it like their, their, you know, their fathers and their grandfathers had to and they have children. Now we're at the point where you have, I mean, hunters literally smoking crack, you know, and banging hookers no hotels and leaving laptops laying around. They're not exactly like there is every reason to believe that they very likely are just becoming lazy and complacent. And, you know, just being used to having all this power for so long that they think it's going to last forever and that they can do whatever they want and it's never going to – you know what I mean? That really sta- That's really starting to look like the attitude because they do shit like this. Well, we'll just arrest Trump. So people want to think – no, no, they're really smart. You see, they're doing this so then this will happen. Well, so then that that would happen. No, I don't think so. I think you're wrong. I think they're dumb. I think it is what it looks like. And um, – I think they want you to keep doing that. I think they want people to keep. This is the, this is the. La- I was talking with this with Ferry recently. This is the last psyop that needs to be destroyed. That everyone is a Fed and everyone's in on it and everyone's do. That's not true. They don't have the resources to even remotely come fucking close to that. Uh, but in reality, what they can do is is try to really keep that fear alive as much as possible because it prevents people from from organizing and networking and, and joining forces because everyone's skeptical and paranoid and afraid of everybody else. That's the psyop because that that requires very little money effort. You don't need a lot of agents. You don't need a lot of people to to make keep that alive. And and the the psychological effect of of being worried that everybody out there is some kind of secret agent trying to trick you into doing something is so disastrously bad. It's it has an incredible effect. So it's ma- huge reward for minimal effort. That of course they're going to pursue that. That is just, that's what smart people do. That's a smart strategy. I don't have to commit hardly anything, and I can get a huge result return on it. Conversely, uh, I'm going to field an, a literal army of millions, which they also kind of do is in, in bot form, anyway, on, online, uh, of anonymous accounts to just sow dissent, and they do all that kind of stuff. But... They're not going to hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of real people with real lives and families and histories and pasts and careers and jobs. And oh, they're all feds. No, actually, 99% of them aren't feds. They they want you to believe they all are, so you won't help any of them do anything. Because they, what they all have in common is they, they don't like, they they recognize and they see the government's corrupt, and it's acting against the best interests of the rest of us, and something needs to be done. So they they make sure that those people are... Don't let, li- no, don't listen to them for whatever, any other reason, whatever reason makes you not listen to them. Yeah. That's, that's what we, we yep. That's what it is for sure. Uh, Luminati. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Yeah. They're that. Yep. Everybody's sitting around for these, like some kind of perfect fucking, I don't know what they're waiting for, but you know, and they do dumb things like they don't understand like Trump now has a 14 point lead. Over fucking Zionist DeSantis. Because he's sympathetic. People are, even Democrats are now being like, you're a arre- rat. You're going to arrest him now. How crazy has this become? And they don't see the obvious effect this is going to have. This is just retard This is just stupid. The more they attack him, the more, you know, popular he gets but they can't help themselves. They can't help themselves. They're just too, you know. We'll see what happens with this anyway. Apparently, um, is the FEC. Is that who's charging them? I'm not sure who it is, but uh, is it Michael Cohen? Yeah. Basically has, you know, torched the whole case. The whole thing was because uh, I think they're saying that because – Trump paid a paid this prostitute or stripper or something, so that's why he's being indicted over. Except, except this guy Michael Cullen admits in his own notes and his own letters that it was actually him that paid her, not not Trump. So actually, there's no case at all. So I don't know. We'll see. But I mean, like, this is just so desperate. We're staring down the barrel of World War Three. We've got this man. Oh, un- coincidences everywhere. And then it, again, if you're going to talk about the United States, the southern border is like, there is no border. It's just an open, you know, it's like the Hoover Dam collapsed, and there's just a tidal wave of tens of thousands of people entering the country weekly. Tens of thousands weekly and going God knows where. Canada took in a million people last year. Did you know that? A million. Anyway, the point is you've got some you've got some very serious problems in the United States, and uh, to waste any time on oh this guy was with a stripper and we paid oh my fuck really are you serious? Tell me you don't care about the country without telling me you don't care. I mean, Christ, young people are pessimistic about the future. Yeah, there it is. We're near 40 million people now. We were just at 36 million a few years ago. This is insane, guys. A million people in one year. A million. One million people. That's, um... So just to put this into context, for all of you listening that are in Nova Scotia and all of you listening that are in, say, Saskatchewan, I think it's 1.1, 1.3 million, roughly per province, round there. Imagine everyone you know and you have ever met. Your entire the, in the entire province, the entire province of people of no of the that just entered the country this year, and that many plus more will be entering next year, and the year after that, and the year after that. This is not immigration. This is an invasion, and the results are obvious. A million people in a year. Going where? Oh, they must all—they must have all just been super billionaires uh, from China, didn't they? Were they? Because uh, I don't know who's buying houses in this place. It's not these. It's certainly not uh, refugees unless the government's given them money to do it and hey at this point maybe they are it says Canada remains the fastest growing G7 country and see there's the re- they want a hundred million people in Canada by 2100 and this is because some billionaires somewhere decided it was a good idea for their bottom line so that's what they're going to do. And our leadership is getting rewarded by them, their real bosses, their real owners, to implement this as fast as possible. So they think they're doing a great job. Their bosses are telling them they're doing a great job. And us down here are going to pay the price for it. And if we say, hey, can you not just replace the entire country? They say, well, you're a racist, uh, you're, you're a bigot, and we, we need to put you in jail, and we need to um, cancel your bank account and make so you can't say anything to anyone ever again to prove how wrong you are. Right? That's hate speech. <laughs> um, really. Because millions of people in the country can't even get a fucking doctor. Millions. Research suggests six and a half million Canadians don't have a doctor. Family doctor. Number that went up, up by two million during the pandemic. So I don't know how many doctors you would need um, to the tune of two million people. I would wager that those are the ones that were fired let go, had their medical licenses revoked or otherwise left, packed up and went to a different country to work because of this insane government's COVID mandates. So 2 million people now don't have health care and are at risk of all kinds of problems, not being noticed, not being checked out screen because of woke, because of current thing. So the veteran community is suffering gr- grievously for no reason because of these people Every community, everywhere, of every person in this country is suffering grievously because of these people for no reason. The reason being, well, they've got uh, they've got an agenda, and you're going to do it, and you're going to like it. And if you don't like it, uh, we're going to put you in jail, and we're going to cancel you, and we're going to cancel everything that you uh, care about, to prove how much uh, how much we love you. More than one in five Canadian adults don't have a family doctor or a nurse practitioner. A survey was conducted between September and October of last year and included more than nine thousand responses from across the country. One in three adults in B.C., Quebec, and the Atlantic provinces reported not having a family doctor or nurse practitioner. That number drops to thirteen percent in Ontario. Can confirm: nobody here has a doctor, and nobody's getting one anytime soon. When you call and you put, you want to put your name on a list, it's ten years. No, like no one, no one can guess ten years in the future. Like, oh yeah, it's going to be ten. They might as well just say it's such it's such a long wait that we'll call you whenever it is, but don't expect us to call you for at least a decade. That's a long time. <laughs> You're doing great, kid. Everything's uh, everything's going really well. Here's another one from uh, CBC. Is your Canada child tax benefit much lower or nothing this month? You're not alone. Oh, really? Here's, the, here's Ottawa again, looking out for who? Oh, you, the little guy, the family. What should be the number one priority of the government, the family, is actually the last priority. It's actually the number one target. They're trying to destroy the family, if anything. Um, as a matter of fact, I know they are. And... Um, This is what they want to do to make sure that you don't know about any of this. New Bill C-18. Motion is designed to bash opposition, say critics. No, really? Tell me more. A Canadian business advocacy group is asking Parliament to trash a bill, Bill C-18, that would expose communications between private Canadians and tech giants. Canadian Chamber of Commerce. Come on, mouth. You've got one job. You've got two jobs. I was going to make a dirty joke, but I won't. It's, if Morgan's here, no, nah, it's too late. I ruined it. I ruined it. You just imagine I would was going to. St- the Canadian Chamber of Commerce, which represents more than 200,000 businesses, wrote a protest letter. Oh, the government's definitely going to do di- a protest letter. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know we had a protest letter. Let's stop this immediately. Wrote a protest letter to the Standing Committee on Canadian Heritage. Letter said, an upcoming motion seeking to compel... Uh, This is apparently what Facebook is called now. I'm not... I'm going with these old people that just calls whatever it is just Facebook forever. (laughs) Like how our dads would call every gaming console up until like N64's or or like PlayStation. It was still called a Nintendo. Like, no! It's not a Nintendo! Oh, you guys playing a Nintendo? No! (laughs) Nintendo! Nintendo doesn't mean video games. Nintendo is a oh yes, Dad, we're playing Nintendo. Yep. <laughs> oh, you're looking at the old Facebook, are you? No, Dad, it's not. If, whatever, yes, it's Facebook. Yes. That's me now. I'm basically already ninety. I used to have an onion on our belt. Was the style at the time. Facebook and Google are going to be compelled to release private communications with Canadians is undemocratic. The motion, which was disclosed only last Thursday by the parliamentary secretary to the minister of Canadian heritage, poses a serious threat to the privacy of Canadians and their right to hold and express opinions on public issues. Lucky for me, uh, I'm very public about my private views on public issues. I don't have any private views on public issues. All of my private views are public views. And they want that to stop. The chamber argued that Parliament is trying to intimidate Canadian opponents. This is by threatening that private communications such as emails would be scrutinized publicly, subjecting opponents to any kind of direct or indirect repercussions of their private... So, blah, 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 the government wants more access to to what you're up to so they can better blackmail you, control you, manipulate you, and so on. Good. Meanwhile, this is what I was looking for earlier when I got sidetracked, when I was talking about the hospitals, a million more, one million more people. Here's just one of the bills. Here's one of the many, many bills. Hey, you guys frustrated? It is tax season. I keep seeing people are all doing their taxes and everybody's getting fucked over as usual. Uh, Wouldn't it be nice if you had more money than you have now? I know I would like more money. Who Who doesn't want more money? We want more money. Canada wants more money. We want more money. All of our money's being uh, wasted. Here's one of just the s- one small... <laughs> oh, I always going on by that Roxxon Road. Yeah, it cost $88 million just to quarantine people. $88 million that we had to spend collectively which is why everything costs more, because the government keeps having to print more money, because it keeps spending too much money, which is why the cost of milk has gone up. Because Millhouse and his friends decided that we'll just have a border that's wide open. People could, And look, the police literally will stand there and help them commit a crime, become an illegal migrant. Oh, and it's also costing eight just in quarantine. Not to mention uh, food and lodgings probably and maybe they transport and never mind the cost of criminal investigations. A lot of these people are involved in criminal activity. That's why they're illegally entering the country. Uh, Geez, and then there's the the damages that are caused and then they're going to put them in the queues for wait lists for doctors and everything else and schools and jobs and blah, blah, blah. So there's a lot. There's a lot that, you know, Flooding the country with millions of people can cost you a lot, and apparently $88 million just in just to quarantine them. So, as you're filling out your taxes this year, remember, try and see if you can claim this. Oh yeah, I have an, that expensive $88 million for your precious so-called refugees from New York. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. $88 million for your refugees from New York. Got it. They're refugees from here. They're from Panama. They came here from fucking Africa soon. No, they didn't. They came here from New York. On the other side of Roxham Road is New York. They were in New York. Now they're here. They were New York's problem. Now they're our problem. Why is that? Why couldn't they stay in New York? Is there a war in New York? How about Massachusetts? How about Washington State? How about Colorado? How about anywhere in the entire continental United States? How about Hawaii? How about Alaska? Nope, none of those places were safe. They had to come to Canada to escape as refugees. Now, pay me. Pay me every dollar you have that you wish you could save for your family. Because Mahmoud and his friends are here from New York, and they really want to stay a while. It's very important that you go without so complete strangers can have our stuff. A total of $149 million was spent by Canadians to temporarily house asylum and refugee claimants. Oh my god. In just what is it, five years? Webpage explains um incurred expenses. Oh no, two hundred and sixty nine million. To manage just to manage the illegal entry point. Oh, and that that's that's what I was getting at. This is where they break Oh, so True North breaks it down for me. Thank you. Most significant expenditures relate to interim health services, leases for accommodation, security, and transportation services. Right. Total of hundred and forty nine was spent on that. Eighty seven million for unvaccinated asymptomatic asylum seekers. Nice. million for guard services at the best Western in Montreal. 1.39 million for guard services at Hotel St. Bernard in Quebec. (laughs) This number of asylum claims from Mexican citizens has increased. How did they get to Canada from Mexico while skipping the United States? Where there's again not a war happening. There's. (laughs) I mean, unless, are these are these refugees from East Palestine, Ohio? Are they from East Palestine, Ohio? Because if they are, that's a different story. They literally can't live there. It's poisonous and toxic. And uh, not a finger is going to be lifted to help those people from the government at all. Because Ohio is, well, it's a lot of white people. And they hate them over there. They literally, the government literally told them no. When they asked, hey, can we have some help? A train exploded full of toxic chemicals and has poisoned the entire county. The fish are all dead and birds are falling out of the sky. Everyone's sick with headaches and throwing up. Yeah, no, we can't help you. Uh no, we can't. Uh... See, I, when, I was, uh, when I was a lifeguard in Ohio, there was a saying... That we used to have, any time that you'd you'd have a bag of popcorn next to a next to a digital redo, and it, if you if you put them down at the at the same at the same place, you'd never have too many too many peaches. Because if you have if you have too many uh, 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 pe- too many peaches, then then, then when you, the spare tire. In your car can can sometimes it, it it's a hot plate, and if you get melted, then oh, Jack, you don't you don't want to know, what's what's gonna happen then. <laughs> the president, everybody, things are going great. Things are going great. No, I'm not. This isn't really much of an exaggeration. This is uh, where we're at now. This is a uh, first. He said quite a day. <laughs> Recently said quite a uh i mean he's 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 gonna be known as a great orator for sure
3: first i'm proud to use my authority under the antiquities act to establish the and i i I want you to know it's a big deal the uh, uh, Havanaqua may i I'm, i'm having trouble thank you i got it i just know it as spirit
0: Mountain they were clapping because he could—he managed to say a word right, like a child, like a toddler. You did it! Yay! Yay! He managed to get a word out. Oh, it gets—it gets worse. It keeps going. Grant. The Grand staircase, Escalante,
3: the north, the northeast canyons, and and seamounts of, of the marine monument. The Grant, the Grant. Yeah,
0: that I don't even know what language that is. <laughs> Now he's reading. Is he going to read a poem now?
3: Richard Blanco uh, returned to a poem he wrote from the second inaugural of Barack and me. A poem. <laughs> this.
0: <laughs> the second inaugural <laughs> of Barack and
3: This this is fucking
0: crazy, guys. This is crazy. Guys, come on! This is the president of the United States of America. Teddy Roosevelt. General Eisenhower. The atomic bomb. Superman. Metallica. Cheeseburgers. America. This is the president.
3: Richard Blanco, uh... Return to a poem he wrote from the second inaugural of Barack and me, a poem, one today. It says, and always one moon, like a silent drum tapping at every rooftop and every window on every, in, of every county, country. I'm, let me start this over
0: again. Please don't.
3: I'm getting so intimidated by being here. <laughs> and always one moon, like a silent drum tapping on every rooftop and every window of one country, a county, county. All of us facing the stars. Hope, a new constellation waiting for us to map it, waiting for us to name it together.
0: This is getting painful. I don't know what's worse. I don't know who's worse. I mean I mean the Americans are like, "Oh man, you got to put up with that. You got to put up with that guy. You got an old sock guy up there. He's talking again, huh?" Oh, y'all, y'all got to so- sit there and listen to him say things, man. Dude, that's gotta fucking that gotta hurt, man. Does that fucking hurt your soul? Like, does that does it cause like Like do you get do you get like sweats in the night? Do you wake up like in pain? Like part of my heart just died. I had an angina while I was asleep. Like does that happen to Yeah, it does happen. But America has to also deal with this and I d I don't know which one is I don't know which one is worse. It could be either or
3: as they say in Southville and North Wilmington, a Georgie boy. I just want you to know, Bruce.
0: Is he drunk? He sounds hammered. Like, how long is this going to go on? Oh, my God. It's Weekend at Bernie's. As they say in South Billy
3: and North Wilmington.
0: Yeah, let's forget. All right, buddy. Everybody shut that up. Everybody shut the f***ing up for a second, dude. Everybody's here. Thank you for uh, sitting here. And I want to introduce my good friend, my very favorite president ever in the, in the whole thing. And Joe, he's going to talk to the jo- Joey man. Joe's the Joester, taking it away. As they say in South Philly and
3: North Wilmington, a Jersey boy. But I just want you to know, Bruce. There was a lawsuit that was between the governor of Delaware and the governor of, of New Jersey, and it's now a matter of law. We, owe, we own Delaware owns the Delaware up to the high water mark in New Jersey. <laughs> so for all I know, I can claim you as part of Delaware before. That. As they say, what the fuck is he doing? this
0: is crazy. <laughs> Didn't even attempt to say this. How much more is there? Uh, it's probably a good thing he can't talk, because when he does manage the sentence, he comes up with something embarrassing like this. Oh, we're talking about messing up women's hair. Fight doesn't even attempt to read Antonio Martorell. What is this? Martorell Cardona's full name while slurring this sentence out.
3: You know, and Antonio... Uh he studied diplomacy. When I heard that, I thought maybe we'd make him Secretary of State.
0: Antonio, uh, yeah, I'm gonna. not, not going to skip that name. At least he's thinking. You can tell he had the thought to, like, I'm not saying this name. I'm going to mess that up entirely. It's going to be a fucking disaster if I try to say that name. At least you could see his brain was working there for a moment. But I don't know who's got it worse, guys. I don't know who's got it worse, Canada or the other one. Um, cunning drug or zombie-like Dunning-Kruger effect. <laughs> That's a long name. There's a lot going on there. Uh thanks, brother. He, he sent me a couple of messages here. Love the new chat. And our borders are Swiss cheese. One million people and 90% of people polled here realize that the unmitigated flood is making things more expensive. Well, yeah, more people's gonna be more expensive. More people not working either. Ah. It's so bad. Honestly. Right, who's on YouTube anyway? What is that happening over there? Get out of that. It's like a cult. It's like a cult. I would rather. But uh, the other platforms, They're, these are the ones that they keep, They keep. make me feel okay. They make me feel like I don't have to listen to Mushbrain. Um, oh, I missed a bunch of these. North, North of Nothing. How you doing, brother? Check this guy's channel out as well. The cops, he says, are just thugs for hire. People willing to take money to use physical force to extort people. On behalf of the government, if they didn't get paid so much, they would be worried about their competition. The mob would. If they didn't get paid so much, they'd be worried about their competition. The mob would. Or would you be? Yeah. Anastasia says. Ah, if I can just, I'm trying to get a... There's what it, it's in my mouth. I can't grab. Statistist fuck. Statists, fuck, nope, statisticians, shenanigans, statisticians, shenanigans, fuck you, I did it, (laughs)
3: nice
0: try, nice try, (laughs) Mr. Bullock, thank you, brother, Scotian lady says the closer the collapse of the empire, the crazier its laws are. Marcus Tullius Cicero. Yeah, we're getting pretty we're getting pretty close to a fucking collapse for sure. Hopefully we don't have to collapse too far and it gets caught it gets caught by, you know, men cuz they go to the gym and they're strong and they can go, "Yeah, caught it rather than being crushed under the weight of the responsibility that's going to fall upon them." That's that's actually I mean that. That's why you have to be mentally strong. This shit is going to get hard. And if you're not ready to catch the weight of responsibility that's going to fall onto you, uh, other people may pay the price for that. You know what I mean? Um, Fadel Reyes is going to have to bounce shortly. Please give my thanks to the organizers for the Hamilton fundraiser. Looking forward to it and seeing my fellow DAGs finally. Please accept another portion of my TA taxes probably. We're, I will. I'll take all the taxes. <laughs> Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Mr. Bullock says, China is doing peace deals between the Saudis and Iran. Our guy lies on a mattress on a, on dollars. Angry NCO diagram, perhaps. <laughs> I could. Infinite resolve. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Austere religious scholar. That's quite a name. He says, well, I was 20 when I deployed. Damn. I know the feeling. <laughs> was a surveillance op with combat support 1st Battalion PPCLi. Got to see quite a few... Um, INS accidentally blow themselves up. Oh, insurgents accidentally blow themselves up along Route Brown, Culverts 1 to 3, and we thought it was hilarious. Dogs would feast on remains before <laughs> Secretary Gordon had to shoot them all. No, oh, no, that's Andy's dog over the radio. <laughs> yeah, people don't like that stories, but a lot of dogs were shot in Afghanistan. There was a lot of dogs. And they weren't nice to be They I heard a man get eaten by dogs. Well, all, many of us did. The, you just hear the craziness at night of the hooting and hollering and the dogs are all going wild and you know, just barking. It sounds like it sounds like a fucking African feast out there. Those hyenas, and it's just like, what is happening? And they're like, I don't know, the dog's got something. Next day, <laughs> out there, there's like that's a human rib cage. That's a person That's someone, they like, and they ate a lot of them too. Fuck. You know, there's, there's literally roaming packs of dogs, like all kinds of different breeds. So when the country collapsed, a lot of people had to flee and take, and they just left their dogs. Right. So there was like packs of dogs roaming the countryside, just eating whatever. Um, sometimes people, (laughs) Yeah, buddy, good time over there. Mister Bullock says, "I know one guy had to shoot one with a shotgun up close. It was like he was like he felt bad. He's like, I to shoot that dog, man. He's like, yeah, if it bites you, you <laughs> uh, you're gonna God knows what you're gonna get." Super aids. Mister Bullock says Alberta is the life raft for Canada. Dagelon is the rescue boat for North America. It's the only way to sanity. Uh, he says, "I would love to see a graph between the path of the fiat currency that we now use and the number of useless government programs." Yeah, right? They both go up accordingly, I'm sure. Old Garz says, The real shame is that he didn't die from the first aneurysm. Maybe that double-barrel shotgun he speaks so fondly of should have got suck-started by Pete Peter. Peter. By shotgun, by double-barrel shotgun. Fire two blasts outside the house. That was probably his best contribution to the American uh, culture, really. I wonder if I can find it. Yeah, there it is. This is a classic. This is a classic song. Two years old now. I think we played it on the RageCast way back in the day. There's no reason we can't enjoy it again. I
3: have two shotguns. On my home. Yeah. They're locked in a safe. There's a metal gun case. We live in an area that's wooded. Somewhat secluded. Somewhat somewhat secluded. If there's ever a problem. Just walk out on the balcony and fire two blasts outside the house. Buy shotgun. Buy shotgun. By a shotgun. <laughs> you don't need machine gun. You don't need 30 rounds. Buy shotgun. Buy double shot shotgun.
2: No, you don't need. Flamethrower and you don't need a tank and You, you don't, don't need an need AR-15. AR-15 To scare those thugs away No, and I don't need a grenade launcher I don't need an f 15 <laughs> It's just one thing I need to do And they'll stay away from me Fire to blast Outside the blast. house
1: By a shotgun buy a shotgun buy, buy, a, a, shotgun. Shotgun. Yeah, buy a shotgun baby, You don't need machine You don't, don't need
0: Shotgun by double, by double barrel shotgun, shotgun.
3: Double barrel
0: shotgun. Outside the house by by shotgun. Shotgun. Click clack by shotgun. Let's go you don't need Number one you don't need All day President V. Orange man bad records baby <laughs> Stupid <laughs> Stupid this world never disappoints. If you want stupid shit, we've got everything. We got we got people and they're doing stuff. Oh, do we got people doing stuff? We got stupid shit happening. Promise. Promise. Buy a shotgun. Buy a double barrel shotgun. Dr. Jenstein. Please shitpants didn't say trans women are women, not yet. That was before. That was when getting a double-barrel shotgun was important. It was just, he has no idea what he's talking about. He doesn't know anything about guns or home defense. Nothing. He just... It's so funny to watch. Yeah, just get a a double-barrel shotgun. Two blasts outside. Yeah, you just, like, has this super-specific scenario in mind. He's like, yeah, out on the balcony of my plantation-style home in southern Georgia, I'll just walk out into the summer night and fire precisely two blasts into the air, scaring the creatures away back in the night. Oh, yeah, I live in Los Angeles, and MS-13 keeps breaking into my house. They have Uzi submachine guns, and they are ruthless. I watched them hack a little girl up the other day. Just buy a double-barrel shotgun. You don't need <laughs> fire two blasts outside the house. I don't have an outside the house. If I go outside my house, I'll get shot. You see where I live? I want to leave, but I, getting in my car and going away is an act of, I mean, I don't know. You know, it's dangerous. <laughs> How bad could it be? Is it Seattle bad? Oh, is it Chicago bad? Is it Atlanta bad? Northern says, physical and mental strength is everything right now. We have a mountain to climb. Well, we have a we do. We have a, a spiritual mountain to climb, and and you can't do it unless you're you know spiritually and mentally strong. And one way to build that and reinforce that is doing it through physical repetition of, of putting your body through through stress exercise. Just like your muscles get bigger from repeated use and 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 and, te- and challenge, you know, you keep you, they get bigger stronger so does your ability to you know withstand fear stand up for yourself your your strength and your spirit can also like your muscles be built that's 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 what i'm trying to impart upon people it's not something that you just get born with you just ha- people just have i mean i was i was like a giant baby most of my life <laughs> you know even when i joined the army i was like oh i'm still pretty scared of most things you know you know it doesn't just have you have to work you have to deliver you have to decide to deliberately um embark on that and just go to work and then you just build yourself up these people walking around that are like holy shit that is an impressive person they didn't just they didn't just get born they had to earn that they had to, and it you earn it through uh through struggle that's you know that's what effort means if you just did something and it was easy like you you First attempt that's not that's not that's not fighting that's not an effort that's easy that's like putting toast in a toaster. that'd be like, oh man, it was a serious effort to put toast in a toaster was it <laughs> not really? can you even get that wrong something that something that's difficult and worth doing is gonna be. Uh, it's gonna. Rec- you're, there is gonna be lots of failures and setbacks, and it's gonna be t- because that's that's that process of overcoming you know failures and, and setbacks is what effort means. When they say put in an effort, it means keep trying while you're failing. You don't you know oh geez it didn't work the first time or the second time or the tenth time oh I guess I'll give up. Well then you you're not put, you then you've given up. That's no struggle. That's not that's what fighting is. Is is going to work until you you succeed. And anyone can do it. Anyone can can build up their capacity, their resiliency, their mental fucking uh, toughness. And a, one way to do it is through taking responsibility for yourself and your and your body and putting yourself through literally torture. <laughs> it hurts. It's uncomfortable, and it can be cold. It could be you know whatever it is. You're out running in the uh, running around in October, November, and it's raining. It's like fucking three degrees. Like this is shit. Yeah. But when you're doing something that makes you want to quit because it sucks and every step forward you keep going is you not submitting to the, to the feeling of wanting to give up. And the longer you do that, you're building up calluses in your mind and your soul against that feeling. So when that feeling comes that's like, oh, this is too hard for you. You should stop. You can't do this. This is too difficult. You need to stop now. You deliberately are exposing yourself to that feeling for as long as you can, like holding your breath, for example, to build up your lung capacity and repeated exposures of doing this for, you know, testing, challenging yourself, making yourself do hard things is going to start to, to, to widen that gap. You're going to start to build those Cal and you're going to start to build that resiliency and that strength. And all next, all of a sudden you're going to be doing shit that you never could have done years prior, months prior, whatever it was when you started. You were like the old me would have given up way, way, way sooner than that. Well, that's because the old you didn't work on being a tough son of a bitch and testing themselves and putting themselves into difficult situations and you know forcing themselves to confront things. That is gonna that's gonna take some effort. It's gonna take s- some difficulty, and it's gonna, you're gonna grow from it as a person. And as you do, you become stronger. And when you become stronger, especially in a group. See, they're scared as fuck of this. <laughs> all of these groups and all these people and all these uh, little teams forming everywhere. A unified group of people is a is a can be a very powerful thing, especially collectively. Especially if the individuals of that collective are fairly powerful people themselves. They're not pushovers. They don't get knocked around easy. They don't give up easy. They're smart. They're you know they're resilient. That's fucking you you know. Fifty people like that working really hard on something are are worth more than five thousand putting in a minimal you know weakling effort on anything. So that's why it's um, that's why it's important and worth the time to invest in, in everybody and in, in, in building that stuff up. Uh, old guards says shotgun is superior to trench gun. <laughs> shotgun, trench gun. Buy a double barrel shotgun. Uh, Jake from v 4 f says idea for the national sport of diagonal paintball airsoft, but instead of prize. The losing team drops – wait, what? Instead of a prize, the losing team drops T-R-O-U and gets shot in the ass by the winning team. Oh, drops trousers. (laughs) In keeping with F-O-F-T, no winners, only losers. (laughs) Yep. Why are you – so we don't lose. Um, One of the ways uh, they reinforce – this attitude in the Navy SEALs, for example, when they do their uh, their selection phases, their hell weeks and, and that stuff, um, they actually reward the winners. And they, they have this kind of a saying where they say it's, it pays to be a winner. This is one of the sayings of the Navy SEALs, um, special operations units in the United States. It pays to be a winner. Meaning if you win, your reward is you fucking live. You know, this is war. That's the point. You should you should not want to win at everything you do. You need to feel as though you need to win at everything that you do. So when they have these selections and they do these, you know, they have the different groups, you've all got this boat to all the shit to carry, whatever the task, some kind of horrible physical nightmare of a task to carry. The team that finishes first gets rewarded. They get extra food, they get to sleep longer, they get you know, they get a little they get a little nice bonus. For their effort, and this this helps it you know cultivate this killer instinct. Now you're going to get even a, a tougher, a more of an effort out of everybody than you would have before, because now everybody wants that extra sleep, they want that extra plate of spaghetti, whatever it is, whatever you're tempting these guys with. It doesn't take much when you're beat up and exhausted, and you've been doing sit-ups in the fucking goddamn ocean all day. Yeah, you you'll fucking put in some effort for a fucking donut I'm telling you <laughs> you know they roll up with a with a truck full of McDonald's and all of a sudden you're like I could probably fire out some more push-ups if I had to you know they're cultivating this killer instinct of, of really going for it you know instead of like not just and, and those are the guys they want that's another thing that's that's part of the the, the martial warrior mentality you can have a hundred guys pass a selection let's say but they don't just, just, barely getting, just surviving isn't what you're looking for. You want the guys that tried to win at everything, like they, they, like were ultra, mega, super competitive. Like they are, you know, these guys are killers. They came in here trying to not, not just. They didn't try to pass the selection. They tried to make it its bitch. They went to the, they went to the lengths of like, I'm gonna bend this whole world to my will. I'm gonna walk all over this place. I'm indestructible, you know. Those those guys uh they teams of men like that can move mountains, right? And that's why they look for them. So any any little what's left, you know, sprinklings of that spirit that falls off the pile, I scrounge around on the ground and look for it and try to eat it, you know. <laughs> give me give me some of that. Where is that? You know, and and you know, pass it on to others because it's like man, the the people like that, the we have so many amazing people in this country, we could be Propping up as examples, and we don't. We're more concerned with who's identifying as gay. Or no, there's not even enough gay. Doesn't even mean the no, gay is boring now. Now you have to be uh, cross-dressing transvestite to be special A- and gay, <laughs> and probably something else too. A- an immigrant cross-dressing transvestite who's gay and has fucking pericarditis. That's the that's the ultimate leader in Canada now. That's, that makes you super qualified. The Real Bret Hart says strength and in-group preference. Whenever someone calls me those names, you know, like racist, I just say I have a strong in-group preference. Who do- Everyone does. Everyone has an in-group preference, whether they admit it or not. It's just fucking human nature. Tenacious V says I'll take 50 DAGs or over 5,000 circs any day. We are Sparta. That would that, that is the idea. Wouldn't that be cool? Because I do also want to uh, – um, I w- I, I, there are things I would like to do you know public wise bring some bring some folks and you know get up to some shenanigans but it would have a better effect if everybody was like jacked you know (laughs) you know because it's serious it's this stuff's going sideways and um nobody's sticking up for us like i would i'm thinking about it getting uh Get some, get some guys. We'll just go march right on down to wherever the Chinese embassy is, and we'll just burn their fucking flags right out there in front of them on the street, and say, "You guys can leave. You guys can get the fuck out. Get China out of this fucking country now, today, right now!" Because nobody else is doing it. Where, where is, every, where is the concern? Where is anybody? How much do we, ha- how much do we have to be told? that this place is being, you know, at the mercy of China and China's over here and Chinese money over there and Chinese interference here and China... And the conservatives won't even say the word China. So it's almost like, do we need to remind these people how this, how uh, situations like this is supposed to be dealt with? Hey, assholes, this is an enemy country that is using us for their own advantage at our expense This country is hurting our country. They need to get the fuck out of here right now, okay? Not complicated, buddy. Well, it is complicated when they're, you know, behold, they have they have business interests and they've got, you know, they don't want to make people upset. See, this is why you don't do business with the enemy. You should never have done that in the first place. Oh, did China have all kinds of cheap labor? Yeah, well, you know, you need—you're the one that needed the company with the slave labor, bud. Not me. I don't see. I don't need the. I don't need these things. I don't need these mass-produced cheap fucking garbage. I don't need your slave phones. I don't need any of this shit. They do. You guys do. We don't. It's not going to surprise me. Like I, I'd be fine with it. We should just cut all ties with them, right? Cut ties. I mean, for fuck's sakes. That's an act of war. Countries have declared war on each other for less than this in the past. Much less. The fact that, I mean, America just blew up. Can you imagine if it was Russia that blew up the Nord Stream Pipeline? How the world would respond to something like that? Or if Iraq had done something like this? Or Iran, God help them. Something done, something like this. Like Iran is a is knows it has to be on its best behavior, all the time. Anything they do is going to be thrown in their face and used as a reason to maybe come in and destroy everything they have. Russia knows the same thing. These guys, they know how the Western media works. They know how the outrage machine works. They know all the tricks. They're not stupid. They've been paying attention. They saw what happened to everybody else. They saw what happened to Iraq. They saw what happened to Libya. They saw what they you tried to do to Syria. You, they saw the whole thing. They're not stupid. They're not going around recklessly blowing up pipelines because you're going to nail them for. It. But who is doing things like this is our side, and we're just conducting clandestine acts of war and terrorism now. And our you know elected officials are going to stand there. See, see, they, they, they. Like you, you've soiled the rest of us, you son of a bitch. This is wrong. This war is wrong. We should have nothing to do with it. We never did. We never should have. The, we're, we're NATO is totally one hundred percent in the wrong, unquestionably, at, at, entirely. And now you're going around committing war crimes. We're supporting uh, genocide, mass rapes, mass graves, torturing. And all of this was going on before the war even kicked off with the Tornado Battalion, the Azov Battalion. Our guys were there training them. They sent me pictures. I've been talking about it for years. Then it finally comes out in the mainstream and they're like, oh, well, uh, that's not really real. It's Russian disinformation. No, it's not. It's real. I've been watching it the entire time. And our elected officials get up there and stand there and they say, Slama Ukraine. Russia's illegal invasion. See, by you doing that, you're saying to the rest of the world that Canada as a people, this is what we believe and this is what we stand by. You don't fucking speak for me, you warmongering coward son of a bitch. Every single one of you have now, you, you've tainted all of us now. All of us. I wish the people of the world were all smart enough to know the people in, in China and Russia and Iran and all these other countries that, like, there's a lot of us that are like, we're sorry, we don't want to be, but we're basically occupied by invaders. We, we don't, we're not in control of our own countries. Please don't blame us for this. Any more than I don't blame the people of China that they are currently enslaved by a dictate like a dictatorship that a technocracy, a communist nightmare that has ca- cameras on every fucking street corner and will disappear you if you talk bad about uncle government. I don't blame that on on the regular everyday chinese person who is just trying to get through their life without being fucking murdered for having the wrong opinion. That's how they that's what they have to live with. That fucking sucks. And now we have to live with this. This fucking sucks. So it's important to make that distinction That, you know, the people of China are not the government of China. The people of Canada are not the government of Canada. And so on and so forth around the world. We are totally, our government does not represent this country at all. Fucking at all. We are occupied by a bunch of radical, far-left, extreme communist maniacs that are hell-bent on destroying this place in the name of woke. They do not represent the majority of the country, and they will eventually be removed. Nature abhors a vacuum and that void will be filled. People see what's happening. They don't like seeing what's happening. They don't like seeing it happen to their their children, their grandchildren, their future, their legacy being torn down. They don't like it. They don't want it. And the voices opposing this are getting louder and they're getting bigger and they're getting more organized and they're getting more well-funded and so on and so forth. Eventually, it will end very badly for them, for the other team, for the other guys. It's not going to go the way they think it's going to. And on the way, this will keep squeezing. It's going to keep squeezing this fake opposition. It's like, listen, you're going to have to get on board or get the fuck out of the way because this we're not going anywhere we're only getting bigger the the establishment parties are bleeding support to 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 things like this people are checking out look and i and i and i mean that you you'd think that the, the majority of the country does not is not okay with this And they're not. The problem is, you know, you think that this government would be voted out very easily. It would be if there was an alternative that actually represented change, actual change, real change, actually talked about and addressed and had a plan for many of the issues we, you know, we have, we all have concerns about. There isn't one. So what you have is a toss up between one and the other. Oh, blow the ties. Who cares? No one fucking cares. If there was an election today, it would be a tie. That's how much people give a shit. And 40 to 50 percent of this country doesn't even vote because they don't care because no one inspires them. They're not impressed. Otherwise, basically half the country doesn't vote because they're like, why the fuck should I bother helping you do anything? I can barely keep the lights on. I can barely feed myself. I don't even have a doctor for my kids. and You you want my help? Motherfucker, you want my help? When do I get some help, Mr. Millionaire? Suck my dick. That's half the country, okay? So when these fucking faggots over here lose... It's not because you split the vote and we gotta get the libs out. It's because you losers do not inspire anyone. All of these millions and millions and millions of disenfranchised they're politically homeless. No one speaks for them. No one represents them. No one's established you know to, to, to show up and, and present their issues and fight for them. So they're checked out and they don't care. And you're not you're not even remotely interested in doing that. What these got what their plan is they're gonna be more like the liberals, so the liberal voters revolt vote for them so that they can take the place of the liberals and be better liberals themselves oh good thanks let's have more of that let's have more of that it's not happening less it, more and more people are checking out of this system every day and they want answers and they're finding them and that's why you assholes are trying to censor the internet and that's not going to work too many people know it's too late all you're going to do is confirm what everybody knows you're going to do this. It's going to be the same thing as Trump. Oh, oh they're going to turn the internet off. Yep, and just like Trump gets a 17-point lead, all of the things, all the conspiracy theorists and the far-right radical fucking... Their street cred goes up another 25 fucking points. And it's just going to keep going. There is nothing that these people can do that will make it better for them in the end. There's not nothing. Nothing. They're incapable of it. They don't have the mindset for it. They They can't. It's just... We're on a fucking runaway. Uh, we're on a runaway train here, guys. Uh, Doctor Jenstein says pebbles compared to JFK, weak as fuck. It's embarrassing. What are you talking about? Uh, Bullock says it's important to remember all this garbage has that has happened to the populations of the world. This is done by governments with ideologies. Yeah. All the worst things in the world were done by a bunch of people who said it was, uh, you know, we have to to keep you safe. It's all for safety. We're super, very concerned. Yeah, bricks is the future. It is. Where is this? I had a little clip here. Yeah, there. You want to see what the new uh, world order looks like? What it really looks like? This is this is what it really looks like right here. Uh-huh. This is uh this is the Chinese president emperor for life. That's what he is. He's the emperor of China, and the emperor of uh of Russia shaking hands and sharing a friendly exchange because they're buds and they're allies and they're coming up, they're on the rebound and they're on the way up and we're on the way down. We're we're worried about pronouns and uh, we don't even have soldiers. We don't even have buildings to fucking let let them live in. Okay. And we're going to fight. We're going to fuck with these guys. Get a good look. Because this is the future. That's the future you're looking at there. Good times. At least we were woke, you know. Oh, I have a great video from uh, Alex Stein. I want to get in before I leave. I'm make sure I didn't miss anything. Uh, I got all you guys. I'm all caught up here. What else? <laughs> oh yeah, fake again. What was I saying? A fake conservative Fox News host says, "I love a good drag show." How very conservative of you. Um, yeah, it's it's. This is not what conservatism is. It's not. This is not right wing anything. This is the opposite. Um. Jesus, it's so bad. We'll we'll pander to the left so we can win. We'll be more like that. We'll be more like the left so that we can win by going to the left. But we want to go to the right. No, no, we want to. We want to go to the left so we can f- fake fake them out. It's like it. We're gonna be them to beat them. Oh, okay. That doesn't make any sense at all. That sounds like a cop. That sounds like a weak-need excuse to to comply. See, they would rather comply and pretend they're fighting than actually fight because it's uncomfortable. Because you get punched in the face and no one li- it's not fun. You get nosebleeds, your nose gets broke, you know, your teeth get cracked, like oh, it sucks. You hurt your hands on other people's stupid fucking thick heads, you know? And you're like, oh, I don't want to I want people to You know what they are? The establishment conservatives are like those guys. I've seen this. I've seen this happen. There was a trend to happened a while ago. It's probably still doing it's probably still going on. Back when MMA first really first really kicked off, young guys were they were deliberately so you, you basically take your your ear and you just do this with it and you just fucking man- mangle it as much as you can and like rub the shit out of it and fucking take rolling pins to it. In an effort to give yourself cauliflower ear on purpose so other people would see that and go, oh, he must be some kind of, like, fighter guy. I better not fuck with him. It's probably some kind of wrestling jiu-jitsu fucking maniac. He'll squeeze my, pop my head off. So they would sh- go around. It's like you're going to go through the effort of hurting yourself to look like you know how to fight rather than just actually fight and hurt, get hurt anyway the same way, but then you would actually learn how to fight. You're doing more work to not work than if you had just, if he had just done what I told you not to do, he'd still be alive. What? What? No, no. See, we're, no, we are conservative. We're just, I'm just going through all the, going through all this effort to debase myself, to pretend to be a liberal, even though I'm not, because I don't want to go through the discomfort of fighting, even though, at some state, I'm gonna be forced to do this eventually anyway. So they're just they'd rather they're gonna to cock to everything. And it, it like this is the one. If you're if you're going like, no, no, we need we need grown men in theirs in G strings to swing their dicks around in front of kids. We have to. We need that. That's important. If you're, if you're, like, because that's the message that's being pushed, and it needs to be in schools and libraries, and in the faces of young children, need to be exposed to grown men dressed like strippers, um, and they need to be exposed to adult, um, you know, adult situations, as they would say on TV. We need ten-year-olds in libraries reading a b- and NF pictures of uh, you know other boys sucking each other's dicks. That's what we need. If you're not openly aggressively opposed to that you are part of the problem. you are giving it power by refusing to call it out you're uh, you're permitting it and by th- this whole oh I love a good you're not you're not avoiding anything. you will have to submit to everything the left demands forever. There is never going to be a point where you're like, but I was, but I supported this and I support, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you've done in the past. All that matters for these people is that you're obeying the current thing. And the thing, the problem with the current thing is it fucking changes because the current thing can only be current. It can only be what's important today, right now. It'll change next week. It could change next month. It'll change next year for sure. One minute it's George Floyd, the next minute it's climate change, the next minute it's transit. Whatever it is, you'd better be on the right fucking side of it every single time, or you're canceled, bud. So you think you're just going to buy yourself some time, and we re- oh no, oh this I, this I kind of, stop fucking cucking and fight, or get out of the way, or, or be destroyed really, because you're, you're worse. And that's why, and this is happening all over the world as well, by the way, I've been noticing this, um listening and following other guys in uh, in the United Kingdom, in Australia, in the United States, in Germany, and in Sweden, and Italy as well. Ev- literally everywhere else, like some kind of hive mind has been activated, and it's actually very encouraging. And I'm like, this is insane. These guys are all saying the same things that I've been saying and thinking. We don't know each other. I've never talked to them. They've never talked to me. And, and each other. They're all coming to the same conclusions, and they're all now attacking the establishment conservatives. Basically challenging their power because they have no power and they refuse to do what needs to be done and they won't even say the name of the monster in the room. They can't even do these things. So what used to be five years ago they were comfortable with because it was all just, oh, libertard bashing, you know, that's over now. No one cares about that anymore, except the establishment conservatives. They still think that's important to point out. Oh, oh, really? Are the are is the left bad? Oh, gee, thank you. Only everyone has fucking known that for a long time. That's five years ago, dude. You're not. No one needs to be convinced. What's changed since then is that everyone has realized that the reason that we can't seem to. Get at any of this or really stop any of this negative downward spiral progression is because of you, motherfuckers, in the way and your refusal to do anything about it and fulfill your responsibilities. And when confronted in public and asked about this, you just shy away, you shirk away, you call people racist. You're worse than them because they will always be them and they will always exist. It's a fact of life. You're always going to have these fucking commies because you're always going to have this evil, malevolent force in the world that's going to want to, that's going to want to seduce and trick and manipulate people into doing bad things and being weak and being selfish and being greedy. Like evil will always exist, so commies will always exist. It's just how it's going to be. We we don't have any control over that. We do have control over how we respond to it, and how we respond to it is very important sitting around and permitting it to take over and steamroll everybody, that is not acceptable. That is not an acceptable response. So that's where we're at here in Canada, in the United States, and in every other country. The entire dissident right wing across the board in the entire world has now fixed its sights upon the traitors inside our own countries. And how much longer is that going to last? And you're seeing their support just getting, re- it's getting real put-up or shut-up time for some of these people. And they're getting real uncomfortable in the establishment circles. They don't know what to do. And it's going to have to be, guess you're going to have to be far-right extremists or you're going to have to admit that you're a liberal. That's that's how this is coming. This is what it's going to come down to. Inevitably, sooner or later. And the people in the middle observing this, this little battle, this war play out as the sides are shaking out, they will see who has the strength to tell the truth and support and defend the people. And the people they live with and around and commu- who's putting themselves out there? Who's being punished for it? Who's got skin in the game? Who's going to jail? Who's taking the beatings? People notice this and they see it and they appreciate it. Why do you think Trump went up 17 points? Because people perceive him as being persecuted. He's being you know, the law is coming after him. They're arresting him. They feel like Trump is taking these punches and taking this this war on personally on their behalf. So they want to support him because they fucking hate you and they want to support anybody that's fucking coming after your ass. And the exact same shit is happening here in this country the establishment support is waning and it's being it's it's been chipped away at and it's getting siphoned off and it's going off to people that fucking deserve to have it sit around on that one so that there there you go next time that's there's my fucking contribution to the splitting the vote you're splitting the vote no you failed you failed to earn enough votes to win no one's interested in supporting more of the same. Anastasia says Toronto Mayor Chris Sky versus Anthony Fury. Personally, I haven't heard of Anthony while I've been hearing Chris Sky hollering from the rooftops for the last three years. Is he Anthony Fury's running? Who is he? Uh, I know he contributes to the True North and stuff. I don't know what else he does other than that. But Chris Sky is a better chance because again. And why does Chris Guy have a better chance? Because just like she said, basic human psychology, people see and understand that Chris Guy has been out. They're like, they he has been out there for three years. And I have seen him constantly getting arrested. And I have seen people constantly shitting on him. And he just doesn't seem to stop. He's always Huh. You know? He he's got he's got the credit. A lot of people are going to support him. And again, put him up against whoever. She's so like Anthony Fury. Haven't heard uh, personally. I think he's a writer or contributor to True North. Like that's it. Like take these people away. Take um, who who else is running for mayor? Who's who's this person running for this uh, parliamentary seat and wherever? Moose Jaw, fucking Timmins. Like I don't know. All oh, that. Who are they? Who I don't know. Who knows? All you'll know is that's the conservative party representative. So the power that they carry, that they think they have, isn't even theirs. It's borrowed from this nebulous idea that is the conservative party. It's this power. Oh, it's this big, powerful thing that, and they're basically a an, an envoy of it. Take that away, and who are who is this person? This is just another. This is just some guy. Who are you? Yeah, they didn't. They didn't have to build any. They didn't earn any support on their own. You know, had some friends in the party. They stuck them in there. Set you up with a campaign manager. Like, eh. Chris Guy is a hundred. Is, is ten million times a more accomplished politician than these people. He's done it all by himself. He's gathered this army of people to support him on his efforts alone. That's that's quite. I mean, that's uh, you know. And those people that support him will support him for quite a long time. Uh, these his co- his competition doesn't have that. Are they Are they going to go on their social media and be like, "Hey guys, I need you to help me with this," and get twenty five thousand fucking people pile in? Nope. <laughs> you know, it takes longer, and because we started from a from a, a very di- like way behind, we started from way 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 behind, but we're catching up. We're catching up. Like this fucking Telegram page. It's it's not even a day. It's a day old. There's fucking... It's near 2,000 people in there. Just like that. I just... There. I didn't even really try and spread it around. Can Handong do that by himself? <laughs> Can any of them? How much power do these people really have on... The, if you take... If you take away the institutional uh, shit that they're borrowing how powerful are a lot of these people not not really at all and our side keeps 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 gathering gaining steam ga- gaining support gaining experience gaining knowledge gaining numbers expanding learning grow- i mean and we're catching up and soon people are going to have to make uh <laughs> there's going to be some uh, some interesting conversations happening it's going to be par- impossible to ignore soon um okay, so I'm going to finish this. Uh, oh yeah, we're pretty much out of time here, so I got one last I got saved a real good one for the end though. Don't you worry. All right? Um and and here's this is the kind of the the call here so I got one, two, three things I want to show you. Number one. How does this make you feel? This makes me angry. This makes me angry and it and it it hurts me and, like a, it I don't want to say heartbreaking but kind of that the 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 youth of our country don't feel good about their future like this like this is a good picture this is most people now our youth are people that like again I joined the uh, military and the whole the whole idea was to like Protect what we got and, and try to make things better for the future. Not just for my children, but for everyone's. And, you know, you go through this effort and you find out, so how did it work out? Oh, everyone's, your children, everyone's actually doing worse. Worse than ever, actually. <clears throat> the the our, our children and our young people are being failed by our leadership. There's a million reasons why they're pessimistic and uh, I don't want to wait, you know, take up too much time, but at the core of it, bad decisions were made, bad things happened because people were weak and they couldn't stand up to confrontation, they couldn't handle being uncomfortable, they didn't want to get in a fight, so they got bullied and pushed around and now we're in a worse spot than we were before. And who pays the price for it? Young people. Great. Good stuff. Good stuff. So we didn't save grandma, we killed grandma, and uh, we didn't really make things better for the youth either, we actually made it uh, much worse. Good stuff. Let's keep listening to these people, they're clearly making, uh, um, you know, good moves. Now, this is exactly what I'm talking about, this uh, short clip here from Alex Stein confronts a uh, city council i think this is about the i mentioned it earlier the uvalde the shooting in texas remember all those cops sat around and didn't feel, they were like taking selfies and these fucking there's kids being killed in the school and they're like oh well nobody told us to like you're paid to be again you're supposed to be this police officer op- this warrior that protects the innocent from the wolves and so on you have children being murdered literally right right over there and you needed t- someone to tell you to do something about it You had to wait to be told. So we're not the same, though. So no one would have to tell me anything. I wouldn't have to be wait. Oh, wait, we better see what the boss says. The CO says we have to wait here. Like, the CO's not here. I'm here, and there's people dying over there. Tell them to suck my dick. And then you go, if you even bother to stay and say that much. That's what you're supposed to do. And no one took responsibility. No one took accountability. Just like in Nova Scotia, Porto Peak, no accountability, no responsibility. It was nobody's fault. Everyone just ignore the fact that our incompetence has caused death and mayhem. That's what this is. When you have these inquiries and, and they're getting nervous because they're seeing all these people get angry. Why is everybody so angry? It's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. They, they have reached a point now where their weakness and their patheticness has now compromised our safety. Now people, it's reached the point now where quality of services like policing, healthcare, the military, all of it, leadership hasn't just degraded so where things are getting worse, it's gotten so degraded now that the results, the consequences of them being so bad at their jobs is that people are dying now. People are dying because of incompetence. And now people are noticing this. And the people in charge want to do this. Oh, no, 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 sh- sh- shut up, shut up, stop, stop telling, no, I was, was stay, sorry, no, shut up, shut up, go, no, they, they're they being exposed now, for what they are, and they want to shut people like me up, and shut people like James O'Keefe up, and shut up people like Alex Stein, and shut up anybody that that shows up to rub their nose in it, so this kind of stuff is uh th- this is what's required. This king level fuck you. Fuck you. Make me you son of a bitch get right in their face and just tell them the truth. You don't have to you don't have to get down and sl- you know make all kinds of slurs and fucking you can go in there with just a righteous anger and just tell the truth about exactly what kind of people they are right to their face in front of hundreds of other people and they will notice and they will notice and they'll remember who stuck up for them and who didn't. Who took Who took the barbs and the slings and the arrows on behalf of these kids, on behalf of these victims in Portapique, on behalf of the In vic- Anywhere. The vaccine-injured victims. The, 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 whoever it was, wherever it was, who blew the whistle? Not a single time was it ever anybody in the government, was it? Check out this fucking epic confrontation from Alex Stein.
1: You lead the city. You're telling me the city council is not the leaders of this city? Is that what you're telling me? Is that what you're trying to tell me, Chip? So you guys don't consider yourself leaders? See that's why. It's because you don't consider yourself a leader. You don't take responsibility for your action. That's why you sit there and that's why you are a direct reflection of these cops. They were cowards. It took them 77 minutes and you're a coward. You sit there like a coward trying to combat what I'm saying. I'm bringing awareness to your city. And because of the response time was so disgusting. 77 minutes. I have these pictures. This is not you. I want you guys to show you this. This is somebody doing hand sanitizer. He's more worried about protecting himself from COVID than protecting the 19 children that were bleeding to death. This is a cop on his phone smiling. There's nothing funny about 19 children bleeding to death on their cell phone saying, I want my mom. And then when their mom tried to run in, what did they do? They stopped the parents from coming in the school. Arrested them. That's pathetic. That's disgusting. You guys should all be ashamed of yourselves, and
0: I'm going to expose this. That's how it's done. He's right about everything, and that attitude that these cops had, you know why? Because it came from the leadership. They didn't really care, so the cops did It's always top down. Did they fire them? Was there an example made? They probably... I don't even know what happened down there, but knowing the way things are... They probably got promoted. No one was at fault. Right? It's always the way it goes, huh? It has to stop. And it stops when people start confronting them and doing this in public. Bullying the living shit out of people for the things they've done. They deserve it. When you do something reprehensible, like sit on your hands as children are murdered because you're a coward, you deserve to be stoned in public, metaphorically, with words. You deserve to be absolutely chastised right down to the bone. You should be fired and run out of town. Well, that's not fair. Then don't take jobs like that. Don't take a leadership position if you are not prepared to endure what that means. If you're not prepared to sit there in that chair on the worst day imaginable and suffer and figure out a way to, you know, drag people through If you're not prepared for that, you're not cut out for you're not ready for that job. You don't go fucking work at McDonald's. You're not you're not you're not what we need. See, what we needed was leaders and what we got was you. It's easy and you know why? Because the standards have fallen down to the to the floor. Because we've had so many decades of e- it's easy to be a leader. It was easy to do a lot of this shit. Now it's hard. Now there's consequences. Now there's sides. Vaccinated or unvaccinated. Mandates, no man, you know? Like the, uh... Like this one. Sure of your end once? I just love this part. Where's this last piece? this year
1: remember that howsoever you are played or by whom your soul is in your keeping alone even though those who presume to play you be kings or men of power when you stand before god you cannot say but i was told by others to do thus or that virtue was not convenient at the time this will not suffice remember that
0: I will. No, you won't. He says he will, but he won't. You know? Where the hell's my tab? There it is. So. People are going to remember. All, it, like, the last couple of years has provided the trial by fire necessary to weed out who's who in the zoo it was a gift you have a real easy thing to go back and look hey are you pro trampling human rights hey do you mind where do you stand when the government shows up to say we are going to force medical experimental uh, medical procedures on people, and we are going to savagely, ruthlessly punish those who don't conform, and we're going to threaten them and hunt them down and gaslight them, and you know come after them in ways it's never before been—it's unprecedented in Western society. Are you okay? And you were like, "Yeah, I saw no problem with that," or you were, "Yeah, I, I, we, I saw a huge problem with that, but I was too afraid to say anything. I just, I was worried about myself, so I just didn't say anything. I just kept my head down." And then there's those uh, some others that were like, not only was I not okay with it, I got out in front of it and risked, you know, put myself in harm's way because that's how wrong this shit is. So now you know who the leaders are and who they aren't because the problem showed up. The trouble time, the bad times came. You were sitting in the leadership, you were sitting in the captain's chair. And when it was time to do captain of the ship stuff, you were nowhere to be fucking found. Well, that's why it's time to get new captains. So I'm going to play this. Last words from, uh, from Mr. Goggins. Uh, this is what we need. And po- perfect timing. He just uploaded this today. Check it out. Once I unmute it.
2: So I want to check something real quick. I put a post up today about some racism, bullying, whatever the fuck you want to call it. But I got an email from a young man. He was talking about what works best for me is I used to get bullied and I just try to now stay anonymous. You know what? No, no. We are not here. We are not born. We are not on this planet Earth to be anonymous. That is exactly what this bullying and hate and all this shit that goes on in this world, that's exactly what they want you to be is anonymous. For me, it was the ultimate fuel source. It was the ultimate fuel source. When it was cold, guess what? Those words and everything warmed me the fuck up. When it was dark, it guided me. It was delight for me. These words and these hurtful things that people say to you, whatever it may be, don't use it to be anonymous. Use it to stand out. Use it in your darkest moments. Never, ever lay down for these motherfuckers. Yeah, parents, I'm fucking cussing because guess what? This is the real world. This is what it is. This is what people are dealing with. So if you hide it from them, guess what? You're doing them an injustice. Never lay down. Stay hard.
0: good advice you want to be a leader you want to make a difference you want to fucking get out there and get involved well you know what you got to do it's the age of finding out it's the age of fuck around and find out and everybody's finding out now in all kinds of different ways i love it Cow Punch a dirt bag! Thank you very much, sir! The The Droger guy, what was it? It's on Odyssey. Ram the Third. Lone Star Texan, Uncle Kenny. Hunting Droger, that's who it is. Dr. Dr. Jamestein! Anastasia! Yes, me up, me fly away. Mr. Bullard, Canadian B, B, Brent Hart, Jake, F, Volgaard, DMT, bigot, up, B for F Bolgard, Northern Bigot austere religious scholars. and help away Scotian Lady North of Nothing, St. Maurice Bear, Angry Soldier 100 Fisher of Men Blams Alex Woods Synthetic C17 Two Cent Making Games, Jason Hutton Sir Toast. Short and, and Long Donkey Dongalong War Criminal CRJ And Sue Thank you guys Very much Appreciate it Ragingdissident.com For all of my uh, Stuff and things And whatnot. Telegram Check it out Gab as well T.me RagingDissonant I I T.me slash Diagonal Prime. Find your friends. Get in the gym. We're all here to make each other better. The stronger we are, the weaker they get.
1: Go get it. We'll see you next time. Cheers. 6 up, Tarantis. We'll crack.
0: I already want to say no, because I know what it's going to be, Phil. <sighs> like, on the one hand, I want to be impressed that you were able to capture the, the entirety of the national governmental system, even the provincial system. There's like 2,000 people here. You've got tied up and blindfolded inside this soccer stadium phil i don't know how you pulled this off but you see when you say you're gonna go around and you're gonna you're gonna find out yeah he's see he's looking for the he's looking for the you know the collaborators and the traders and stuff and he's gonna find. no i don't see that no that's one of those machines that the what are they called the scientologists use to measure like pretend demons or something it's not real phil It doesn't tell you who's lying and who's not. No. Oh, for. It's always going to say that, though. Uh, I know. No, you are. You're doing exactly what I think you're going to do. This is just an excuse to execute people one at a time as they fail. You're rigged test, isn't it? Turn down for what? what? Yep. There he goes. Turn down for what? Just pistol shots to the head, one after the other. Turn down. Yeah, oh, shocking. Everyone's guilty. Of course they... Oh, who could have thought? Super accurate machine you got, Bill. I can do without the moonwalking. You're moonwalking through the blood. You're getting it everywhere. I don't know. It's disturbing. No, I haven't seen someone moonwalk through blood before, but I... I didn't need to either, though. Oh, is there an open bar at least? I'll be over there. You're clearly gonna be a while. You're having a lot of fun. Five
2: and loud, another round of shots. Turn down for what?